Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls, blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. The Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to Radio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. What are we talking about this, this, this afternoon? We start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance. You're going to opine on the State of the Union, our union, which is a complete mess. Then, our military heroes, Space, the Final Frontier, What's up at the UN? And I will read from an article from Imprimis by Hills. It, it's a, what do you call it? Uh, article that they have in their, I don't know what to call it, Imprimis. It's from Hillsdale College, right? What? Hillsdale College. Yes. Puts out Imprimis. 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 Tomato, tomato. I don't know. If we get to it. I think it's in Primus. <laughs> because I know, because I like in Primus, so that's the way I would read it. But I don't like the way they say it, which is in Primus. Anyway, if you look that word up, it'll make sense. All right, Patriots, hand up a heart, face the flag. You don't have a flag, get a flag or make one. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. What is, why do you always put these stupid things in the beginning of the show? I opine during the show. I don't, I don't start off with a rant or or a stupid anything. I'm not ranting on a state of our union. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's all I do. Well, look at what's going on. I'll say it again. That's all I do. I have no special thing to say. Really? You don't have anything special to say about what everyone's uh, doing to our president as far as, you know... Special? I doubt it. I have the, any special kind of 
perspective on that. Well, actually, you do, because everyone is saying, and even these consults called conservative pundits are saying that he's more detrimental to himself. And you're like, no, he's, we said this yesterday. We're like, no, he's not. And what I'm are you supposed, talking about? I'm supposed to pull that out of the air, am I? No, that's why I I'm I don't here. care what we talked about yesterday. You're like, no, he's not dead. What are you people talking about? He's his worst enemy. That's what somebody said. Yeah, that, that's what they always say. But he always wins. So, uh, you know, what was that word he used? Who? Trump? Yeah, Kofefe. <laughs> uh, that's right. Trump is Kofefe. And if you really do look it up and give it a real deep look, don't go to the first thing that pops up. It has a special meaning. It's from a dead language from the time of uh, the Tower of Babel. And it means, in the end, we win. Kofefe. Actually, a couple of reporters were making fun of him. And they have staff, Brian, to look this up. They couldn't even look it up. They wouldn't bother. they just make fun of him. And didn't somebody on your Twitter feed change their name? <laughs> you were talking Lots about. of people did. To Kofefe, yeah. Did they? Kofefe this and Kofefe that. <laughs> Just like the ones with deplorable this, deplorable that. Well, because they actually looked it up. It wasn't that hard. No, they're just supporting the president. They don't know what it means. Well, my friends do because I told them what it means. I gave them the information. They don't seem to listen, though. And and the Democrats are imploding. I mean, I'm listening to all these hearings, and deferment Washington Schultz is saying that Comey's a complete liar about everything he testified. Which time? The time he was saying that when the DNC got, uh, what do you call it, um, hacked by the Russians, they said that they would not release any information. I forget how she said it, but I mean, she was like, well, I don't know how, why he's so misinformed. The FBI did not ask us for anything and did not tell us about anything till way after we were uh, hacked for a while. And that was her, the last testimony I heard from her. Who's her? Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Uh-huh. Because right after that, she got fired because they said it was her fault. And she's saying, no, it was the FBI's fault. And I'm going, are you kidding me? Every time they're, they're doing another investigation. Those some... leaks, they don't get it. The problem was what you said in those emails. That It's just like, oh, well, they deleted your It's just because you have emails. No, no. No, it's because what was said in the emails. And by the way, it looks like the Demon Crab Party is still quite racist and homophobic. But they're still getting the votes, although they they said people it, don't they, believe it. Oh, they want to touch that up. The Democrats have been using black people, women, all minorities to to get more power for themselves. That's what they're doing. So if you're one of those happy LGBTQI people, uh, don't be, because you're not gay. Let that sink in. I know homosexual porcelain dolls are even more fragile than the regular brand. What? You know what? I have a really good article on that, and I think I'm going to go grab it. Oh. On uh, no, on how black how black people I haven't used it are hoodwinked, and we can do that on the show today too. Oh, they're homosexuals too. I know they when... said so right in the emails. They were like, uh, I can forget what they even said. It was really like surprising. I was like, well, uh, what? I thought they loved black people and minorities. What kind of language is this? 
I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, State of the Union. <clears throat> the State of the Union is, it sucks. That's the state of it. Now, it's not going to suck so much after Trump gets things rolling along. Already it doesn't suck as much as it did. Oh, well, we at least got a chance in the Supreme Court now. Yeah, but Brian, they're... <laughs> they are... I know he didn't get everything he said he was going to do done. Whose fault is that? It is not his fault. A lot of that is legislative. And Paul Ryan and old McDonald there are uh, not doing their job. They do their job the way they see it. They're, they're giving you circus and bread, a little tap dance, a little shucks. Uh, yeah, no, a little jive. You jive, turkey. And So they're just blocking him, okay? And I, I, I don't know why they think Schumer is such a good spokesperson. That guy looks so sinister every time he gets behind a microphone. He looks like a, a lizard ready to strike. He's just, uh, I can't even believe him. He's just evil. Well, that goes along with the stupid health care bill. Well, How the, we don't have one. Well, and the Democrats are... Well, we have a stupid one. They're jumping up and down and screaming, oh, they're going to take away the health care of all these people. Yes. That's what Obamacare did. Are you insane? You're actually standing there saying that? All these people aren't going to have any insurance if we don't get rid of Obamacare. And the only thing, and Trump's a little bullheaded about this, the only constitutional thing that they are allowed to do is tell the states that they cannot block commerce across their lines. That's what the Commerce Clause is about. You can't block uh, a business from selling something inside your borders. That's what it's all about. That's exactly what the Commerce Clause is supposed to prevent. It's not used for commerce. All of commerce. It's about the states, and they're not allowed to. they're just not allowed to get involved in all that. But they are, and they have been for most of my life, because I remember once upon a time, the insurance companies couldn't, uh, car insurance companies couldn't sell across state lines. Uh, life insurance companies couldn't sell across state lines. Now, this is amazing to me that you could be in the 20th century and do stupid to know what the Commerce Clause means. Because they're not stupid. They know what it means, but now they've told, given you a whole new definition for it, even though it's not true. Well, and the progs are doing this because what is the most intimate thing that you can have control over? Somebody's health. Look, That's why they're not giving us control over First it. year in office, I put up a thing about everything Hitler did when he was elected. What was one of the first things you think he did, Susan? You mean the first time <clears throat> Obama was in office you put up Hitler's thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because you said the first day in office and... You didn't clarify it was Obama's first day in office. <laughs> first year in office. First year, okay. Yes, and then and, and I didn't say anything. I just put that up, what Hitler did. So I just went, so you don't think Obama's like Hitler. Okay, here's what Hitler did. He gets elected, what's the next thing you do? He starts solidifying power. That's the first major thing he's going to do. He's going to give everyone free health care. I'm talking about Hitler now. This is what he did in the beginning. And then eventually there was gun registration, and then eventually there was gun confiscation, and then he was now a tyrant and an emperor of Germany. <clears throat> so that's how it happened. He was elected. 
I keep telling people this. They don't think it can happen here. You bet you, but it can. Look what's going on up there with that nonsense of the deep state, those massive bureaucracies with such power. It's unbelievable. Our central government was supposed to have the least amount of power possible. Nothing like those things overseas that you, more like the Europeans. Yeah, they're doing great over there. Why don't you move? If you want to live like it, why the hell don't you move? At least Johnny Depp had the balls to go move to France after GW was elected, like he said he would. He did. I give him credit for that. Madonna and the other one, they were already there. They were first, they were in the UK, and then in France, back in the UK. And then they'd come over here to have the babies because, you know, the, the hospitals in the UK are so filthy and disgusting. You don't get good health care there. That's her words. That was Madonna's words to her friend. I forget her name. Uh, another famous person. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, that's it. That dumb witch. Anyway, <clears throat> so, yeah, they're over there in the UK, and she's pregnant. She was going to have the baby in the UK, in the hospitals in the UK, and Madonna was like, are you crazy? No, you got to go back to the U.S. and have this baby. And uh, that's what she did. And that's with all their money. They're not poor. It doesn't matter how much money you have over there. There's, there's no private insurance, isn't You can't get any. I mean, you could, if you were really rich, you could have a private doctor. And a lot of them do that. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just one, one health care system, the government, and that's all. And if you think it's working so great over there, go ask people what, looking for a bypass how long they have to wait online. Oh, it ain't days. No, it ain't weeks. Oh, yes, it's months for a heart bypass surgery. Months waiting, well, waiting. You know what? Rationing, rationing. Why? Because it's all falling apart. Well, and that's one thing we were listening to Mark Levin yesterday, and he put up, and it is on his side. I meant to go there. I think I'll go tonight and see what it really looks like. He put how the the Canadian whatever medical ministry put out how many weeks it ca- it takes to wait for certain procedures, and he had a whole list. Yes. And the list to get cosmetic surgery is shorter. Shorter than to get orthopedic surgery. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I asked less you. People, less people need plastic surgery than they will need their bones taken care of, especially in their feet. Foot's apart. You can't walk without it. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, I know. I stepped on a rusty concrete reinforcing wire trying to get some uh, bricks out of a pile someone dumped. On Tuesday. Yeah. Stepped right on it, right through the boot. Why? I was too poor to buy a boot with a steel shank in it. And so there's nothing to protect you from stuff like that. And that's bad where I live and the way we do things. I should have got, I should have gotten it, but I, live and learn. Uh, I should have, I should have gone without eating for a month and got it because boy, I was worried I was going to, I was going to be out of it for a month again. I did this once before. It was a rusty nail, but it was worse. Overnight, while on antibiotics that the doctor gave me, because he didn't listen to me, and I said, "I said, cauterize it. We don't do that anymore." I'm like, "What do you mean you don't do that anymore? We just give you high doses of antibiotics. I'll take care of it." I'm like, "You sure?" I, when I was a kid, they cauterize it. Oh, that's right. It happened two times before. It happened when I was a kid too, in sneakers in the woods. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he didn't do that, and of course, the very next day, my foot was ginormous blown up infected with cellulitis so i had to go to surgery right away i mean I got, I, he got me in the next day 
Um, and then they dug around in there for a while, cleaned it out because it went all the way up to the top of my foot. And then they flushed it out, and then they, they closed it all up, and it was all good a little while, about 30 days with my foot up in the air, and then it was uh, I was able to use it again. So this time, it's been how many days now? Three? Four. Four. It, ha- it, it would have happened already if it was going to happen. I don't even have any antibiotics. I am worried about tetanus. I haven't had a tetanus shot in well, way over 10 years. I can't remember the last time I got injured. That would be the last time I got a tetanus shot. 1994. No, I've I've, been, I've had it since 1994. I know that, <laughs> but I don't know if I I haven't had it since I've been in. I don't think I've had it since I've been in Montana. How long is that? Fifteen years. Well, there you go. I'm over. So, if I disappear, it's because I got tetanus and lockjaw, and I can't do the show. <laughs> oh, and I forgot to put the show up on social media. So, if you're listening and you have a social media account. Put the show up, please. All right. Time to start the show. For real. Fine on the State of the Union. I don't know what Trump's going to say about the State of the Union. I, <laughs> deep State? What are you going to say? It's dysfunctional. The whole government is dysfunctional. How are you going to... He's got so much to fix. It's sort of like the amount of trees I have to cut down around here. It's It's just overwhelming you just gotta take it one at a time well and you notice that he's the, he's the only one fixing anything and everyone's screaming about number one is tweets and number well, they're two stopping is them. they're trying to stop them that's what they're trying to do and they the tweets are effective that's why everyone tells them to stop what you think those talking heads so-called conservatives on tv are really conservative uh no only someone who's an idiot like oh newt gingrich would say something so profoundly stupid Yes, he, I heard him say it. It's awkward. Just say, Tweet away, Trump. I like it. Get around all the elites. Get around all the people and journalists, so-called journalism, and uh, go right to the people. Just keep doing that. They hate it. Keep doing it. I don't care who hates it. Just keep doing it. Whatever you did worked. Whatever you're doing is working. That's why they're so upset. You can't be telling... The people, these secrets at three o'clock in the morning, they're, they're not, they're, they're not, they're not classified. They're just, they're secrets. You know, they don't want you to know. Well, the other thing with that is we always say on this show, wait for it. Okay. <laughs> He's True. going to be proven right. And right now with all these stupid oh, Anyone hearings, that still calls him a liar is a piece of crap. Anybody. Because he has been proven right. One hundred percent of the time, they just wait for it. It's always—he's always right. He isn't lying. He's making things up. He does play with people, though. I can't believe everybody thought he had tapes. Why would he have tapes? He didn't know what kind of scumbag Comey was. He thought he was a good guy. That's what everyone told him. Not a good guy. Yes, he's a good, he's a good guy. Like, uh, you know, well, not not in a wink. He'll he'll uh, you know cover up for you if the price is right, and uh, you know thirty three million dollars is a pretty good price. That's how much money he made since he's been FBI director. Thirty three point five million dollars. I always leave the point five off because really at thirty three million, what difference does it make? I can't believe somebody actually brought it up at one of these stupid hearings. 
It's like shocked. yeah, whoever that guy, whoever that guy is with the, uh, I I couldn't see it was on the radio. He has a Hispanic accent. He was just, he wasn't even waiting for an answer. He's just rolling through him. He's charge after charge. Isn't that true? He didn't wait for an answer. He just kept going. And isn't that true? And, da, 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 da. and isn't that true? And isn't that true that you're friends with the Clintons? And isn't that true that you helped the state, you know, Hitler when she was in the State Department and you covered up for her with this whole email thing? <laughs> but I mean, he knew more than, he, than I did. I was like, what, what was that? I know. Uh, Comey was really in the hot seat. I don't know if that was yesterday or today. Well, today. Oh, sorry, yesterday. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's worth thirty-three and a half million dollars. So don't feel so bad for him. You lefties. Uh, he's rich. He's one of the one percenters that you hate so much. All of the Democrats are. They all are millionaires. Yep. They're all one percenters. Yep. And yet you vote for them. You're an idiot. You buy into all the propaganda. Oh, the Republicans are for big business and uh, Democrats are for working people. Yeah. This economy that we went through was the result of progressive progressivism. We're still progressive. And believe me, there's plenty more bubbles out there that are going to burst. And, uh, you know, there's nothing the Fed can do about it. They create bubbles. They can't fix them. And they've already created them. I've been waiting for the commercial real estate blow up which is coming anyway since you hate bankers so much you might want to know that under caesar baracus obaminus he he centralized the banking system more that's right he was all the way through i was reporting these banks are getting closed down. These banks are getting closed. These banks are getting closed down. These banks are getting closed. Yeah, they go, they go around and, and these little banks and they get rid of them. They audit them and get rid of them. And they, they've done thousands of them. Maybe tens of thousands. I don't know how many banks there are in the United States, but I'll, I remember it was a lot. And that means, oh yeah, you hated banking before. Well, there's less bankers now. That'll make you happy, right? But now the ones that are left have more power and more money. Again, Voting D and R is stupid. Vote for issues. Vote for what's important. Here's an idea. Vote for the rule of law. Because that's what I want, the rule of law. Well, that's what you always say, that the everyone's afraid to vote for a D to get rid of an R. Yep. That's why we need, that's the only reason we need term limits. And this was discussed in, in convention, in the Constitutional Convention, and, uh, what was I talking about? We were talking about term limits. Oh, yeah. They, they wanted term limits, too. And, and uh, it was argued, my argument was argued on the floor that that's what elections are. But do know, that's before there were political parties. They happened after the convention, obviously. Um, there was no political party, so they, did, they didn't really address what happens if there's only a two-party system. You can only vote R or D. What do you do? They didn't cover that. Wasn't supposed to happen. They warned us not to let it happen. Well, because we were supposed to be self-governing. Correct. So they didn't even think that that would be possible. <laughs> we stopped self-governing, and I don't understand why when it happened. <laughs> it happened before. I know it happened before FDR, but then it happened after FDR <laughs> turned the whole country on its head. Uh, people accepted the notion that government was going to give them stuff for free. Once that happened. 
It's all downhill from there. And you know who warned us about exactly that? Tocqueville. Alexis de Tocqueville. Great author. I love, uh, he came over here in the early 1800s and uh, he just wrote about everything he saw and how fabulous it was. Everybody was educated. Everybody, even slaves. They knew how to read, write, math, everybody, children, adults, slaves, women, educated. And Christianity was everywhere. And everybody had a smile on their face and was so happy all the time. Are you happy all the time now? I bet not. This is a weird place to start. Why? Because you got to push a button. I do have to push a button, and it's almost time to go to a break, too. Oh, wow. Why did you just go to a break? (laughs) (laughs) I can do that. No, no, just push the button. Okay. This is Jeff Carlisi from the band 38 Special. On behalf of all my conservative rocker friends, I'd like to thank the brave members of our fine armed forces for putting their lives on the line every day to protect our liberty. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Jeff Carlisi of... You just said what it was, 38 Special. 38 Special. I remember that band. There was a, they were a good band. I thought so. All right. Of it's just time for our military heroes. From CNBC. Is that more communist than the NBC? CNBC? I, I know what CNBC is. I can't. And I know what C-SPAN is, but I can't. I don't watch CNBC. I, that's supposed to be a business news, but it's garbage. Fox, Fox Business News is by far a million times better. Well, I mean, you know, that's saying something. The only reason that they're going to be reporting on this is because it's going to be nasty against the military. You know, they would never report something good. Uh, none of these new out, none of them. Depends would. who's president. <laughs> oh, it's gotten worse since Trump's been in office. I know. I said it depends on the president, didn't it? That's true. All right. Uh, the Pentagon. Wasted as much as $28 million over the past decade buying uniforms for the Afghan army with a woodland camouflage pattern appropriate for a teeny fraction of that war-torn country, according to the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction. Um, President Trump, can you get your eye on this here? Let get, let's stop this, please. They got oil. Let them pay for their own military. You know what? Give them a bill. I want them to pay for every damn thing we've, we spent over there. Same with Iraq. The Afghan defense minister <clears throat> picked the pricey, privately owned forest color pattern over free camouflage schemes owned by the U.S. government, according to an advanced copy of the report due out on Wednesday. You cannot give the... You don't want any other military to have the same uniform you have. Whoever this guy is is a moron. Well, that's why it's picked. Oh, they've got plenty of free ones sitting around. Yeah, those patterns are protected for a reason. Uh, we don't want confusion on the battlefield. Can't have the same unit. It can't be done. That's why they keep, one of the reasons they keep changing. 
And anyway, even the stuff they were wearing over there, they found out wasn't as good as now they got a new uniform. And it's supposed to be, like, good for everything. Well, no, where you go, it's good camouflage. And you have to know that that doesn't work. If you are ever hunting or know a hunter, you know that you have to get a camouflage pattern that's suitable to where you're hunting. Not just one size fits all. It doesn't work. You can get away with more of that here in Montana, I think, because, you know, you're taking shots at two, 200 yards shooting at elk, so camouflage isn't that important, but people wear jeans around here. <laughs> all right, we're going to go to break. It's your cooperative radio show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there are certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details. Not available in all states. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. 
Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194 That's 800-917-2194 Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. Radio show, our half of one. I'm glad that you're explaining how important uniforms are. Because you, what, what do you wear normally? What pants do you wear? ACUs. ACUs. Okay, so what's the new ones now? Oh, uh, I forget what the new designation. It was BDUs and it's ACUs. And you have BDUs too. Yeah. Right. That's woodland cabbage, my BDUs. They're green. No, no, not those. What are those? Those, those are just olive drab. It's not okay. camouflage. Okay. <laughs> no, but the the ones I had, the ones you cut into shorts, for instance. Right. That's that's the pattern they talk. That's forest camouflage, and that's the kind of uniform they were giving them over there. Just think how silly that is. All right, we're talking about an article from CNBC. How are the Pentagon is wasted? Is much as $28 million of the past decade, buying uniforms for the Afghan army with a woodland camouflage pattern. That's it. What, we know there's a lot of trees in the desert, right? You know, how, that would actually make you stand out. Like, I wouldn't wear that uniform for a million dollars. All right, maybe for a million dollars. But I don't know, over there, yeah. Wow, it's getting hot in here, Susan. Uh, I think we're I think we're warming up. We were just going through a cold spell, so we didn't open up the bus all the way. But it's getting hot. Anyway, so the Afghan defense minister picked the pricey, privately owned, forest color pattern over the free camouflage schemes owned by the U.S. government, according to an advanced copy of the report due out on Wednesday. Or as I like to say, Wednesday. The scathing 17-page study notes that forests cover only 2.1% of Afghanistan's total land area. 
and not only that, pick pricey. But again, I just I talked about that last section. It, uh, it's not that he picked pricey over privately over forest color pattern or free camouflage schemes. That there there are not are no free camouflage schemes. Um, if, if you whatever scheme you choose for your military, you've got to, you've got to hold on to that. Because you don't want the other army wearing the exact same uniform as you. That would be kind of confusing, don't you think? And that's the only reason it doesn't happen. Because the other side feels the same way about it. My concern is what if the Minister of Defense liked purple or liked pink? John Sopko, oh, they wouldn't do pink over there. They throw you off a building. John Sopko, the special inspector, Inspector General told USA Today in an interview, We are going to buy pink uniforms for soldiers and not ask questions? That's insane. This is just simply stupid on its face. We wasted $28 million of taxpayer money in the name of fashion because the defense minister thought that the pattern was pretty. So if he thought pink or chartreuse was it, would we have done that? I don't know, but you might look at the animals in the desert, whatever they look like, is kind of they kind of fit in. So you might want to buy uniforms that fit in. Yeah, that's right, you could do a song. Dress like a camel. Doom, 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 doom. Right. No one remembers that song. It's a one-hit wonder band. Walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> My concern is, what if the minister defends like purple? Okay, we did like for years, Sopko's office has scalded the Pentagon for squandering tens of millions of dollars of the $66 billion Congress has appropriated to train, equip, and house Afghan security forces. When Nesday's installment on uniforms was particularly pungent, noting that special tailoring, zippers instead of buttons, boosted the cost of uniforms of already dubious value. What, too lazy to button for your own fly? Really? This is for Afghanistan. I know. Right. What are these zippers for? What's so... <laughs> they had to take off the buttons and put on zippers. What? What are you... No. There's no zippers in, in military uniform pants. Uh, well, the camouflage type. You know, the fatigues and that stuff. But, uh... Only, Why? Only the dress uniform do you have. Why? Well, one thing. Zippers can get caught. Zippers can get stuck. One could zip up and catch something in it. Uh, makes noise. You got to go. You're on duty, on guard duty. You're gonna have to go to the bathroom. You're gonna have to unzip that thing, right? And then zip it back out. I realize the sounds were backwards, but that's how it sounds to me. So yeah, they put zippers instead of buttons. And special tailoring, of course. Yeah, tailoring only gets done for dress uniforms. Well, now, now they don't. Uh, do they have dress forms anymore? I've never seen them in anything but cam, camouflage. <laughs> never seen them in dress uniform. None, none of them. I know the Marines still have them. The report's release comes as Defense Secretary Jim Mattis considers sending thousands more U.S. troops to bolster beleaguered Afghan forces in what has become America's longest war. 
Afghan troops face a resurgent Taliban insurgency, an offshoot of the Islamic State and other terrorist groups. I don't know how many years this has been going on now in Afghanistan. We're doing 20, I think, yeah, we hit them in 2012, right? I can't remember. Did we go in 2011 or 2012? Huh. Oh, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> I remember World War II, for instance. Let's go to Germany, post-war. The Reconstruction. That's, we started... We started doing it back then, reconstructing. What do you think they had to face? An insurgency. Yes, they did. There was a, there was a special group of soldiers that Hitler, I forget the name, really. It has a really cool name. Wolf Brigade or something like that. <clears throat> but they buried all these weapons, ammunition and stuff all over Germany. And their job was to fight, or if you will, resist those trying to reconstruct. How long were we in Germany? About 11 years. So, this is longer. If we run in 2012, it'd be, what, six, right? All right, so anyway. Um, the report's release comes as Secretary of Defense Jim Mattis Consider saying thousands more. The Pentagon has spent $93 million on the uniforms since 2007. Switching to a camouflage pattern owned by the U.S. military could save taxpayers as much as $71 million over the next decade, the Inspector General found. Again, you can't put other military in our uniforms. No, you cannot. How stupid. Tr Trump, who's, who's the, go say this stupid crap. Get this guy the hell out of here. Inspect, Inspector General. Oh, yeah, we should, have, we should have dressed him up just like us. Give him the same weapons. Oh, we do that, too. We did give him our weapons. But not our uniforms. But, no, this idiot... We can save money by putting them in our uniforms so they look just like our military. Fire this inspector general. He has no brain. I just explained it. and You heard it. and you, I know you're sitting there going, he's right. You can't, I didn't think it. I already did think of it. But I'm right. You can't dress up them in our pattern. You can't do that. The Pentagon, in its written response, did quibble with the findings. Instead, in a letter to SOPCO, the military acknowledged the need for a cost-benefit analysis to determine whether there is a more effective alternative, considering both operational environment and cost. Reaction to SOPCO's findings was swift and sharp. You'd think the Pentagon would have had a good handle on how to pick the right camouflage for uniforms, Senator Chuck Grassley, the Iowa Republican and senior member of the Budget and Finance Committees, said in a statement. Instead, the Defense Department gave up control of the purchase and spent an extra $28 million on the wrong pattern just because someone in Afghanistan liked it. Embarrassing and an affront to the taxpayers, those who wasted money 
on the wrong camouflage uniforms seem to have lost sight of their common sense. The decision to buy the woodland pattern uniform dates to 2007. For the previous five years, Afghan soldiers had been issued a hodgepodge of uniforms donated from several nations, according to the report. Earlier in 2007, the Afghan Defense Ministry decided it needed a new and distinctive uniform to set the Afghan army apart. In February 2007, U.S. officials training the Afghan army cruised the internet for camouflage patterns, and in an email, the officials ran across camouflage from a company called Hyperstealth and showed them to Defense Minister Abdul Rahim Wadakh. He liked what he saw, the report says. By May, Wadakh had selected the forest pattern, and U.S. officials made the decision to buy 1,364,602 uniforms and 88,010 extra pairs of pants without conducting any formal testing to determine the pattern's effectiveness for use in Afghanistan, according to the report. The report, however, raises questions about the utility of forest camouflage in a country that, on whole, is dry, falling within desert or desert steppe climate classification, according to the National Climate Data Center. <laughs> Pentagon also could have recommended camouflage patterns the military owns but no longer uses. These uniforms may have been equally effective in the Afghan environment and with fewer alterations like zippers could have saved as much as $28 million. Yes, you can use the older ones because they're not using them anymore. Like the old, it looked like the same camouflage pattern from Woodland as far as the, you know, the pattern itself, the color is different, but the pattern is pretty much the same in the desert uniform BDUs. You give them those, they don't use them anymore, and they're never going to use them again. Camouflage gone a long way since those things. So if we had, if we had those lying around, of course, uh, maybe, or are they saying, even if you had it made new, it cost $28 million, save $28 million. Well, there's only... I'd say the ACUs are too new and was used by our, us over in Afghanistan and Iraq. So you don't give them the ACUs, you give them the BDUs. We're not going to, we haven't used that since Vietnam, pretty much. Uh, so that's why you notice all the stuff running around, all the, all the machinery for the military. It's all desert camo now. It used to be forest green, remember? Yeah, now it's all desert camo. We had camouflage patterns, Sopko said, dozens of them for free. The Inspector General's report concludes that neither the Pentagon nor the Afghan government knows if the uniform still being issued is appropriate to the Afghan environment or whether it actually hinders their operations by providing a more clearly visible target to the enemy. Those soldiers may be the ultimate losers in the uniform debacle, Sapka said. I feel sorry for the poor Afghan soldiers, Sapka said. I mean, they're walking around with a target on their backs. Shoot me, because only 2% of the country is forest woodland. And that's the outfit that the Afghan minister picked. 
Of course, because he lives in town. He's not going to be on the front lines. So you let him pick it. Good idea. Like you said, what if it was chartreuse? Wouldn't really matter at this point. They all stand out like a sore thumb. Uh, from NewJersey.com. At the end of the week, Mario Manango, 33, will be out of the Air Force after 12 years. But he's not just out of a job. He's now convicted of a federal crime. His offense? Being six minutes late to a meeting. Oh, I've been here. When they, when they want to get rid of you, boy, <laughs> uh, you don't have much of a chance. Monago of Willingboro was convicted at court-martial March 9th of failing to go to his appointed place of duty. He was late to a meeting he requested with his commander to discuss his concerns that he was being treated unfairly by his supervisors at the Joint Base McGuire Dix Lakehurst in Burlington County according to him and his test and attorney. When he said, I was guilty, it didn't hit me until after I sat down and thought about it, Monago said. This happened earlier this month. He realized he was now convicted of a federal crime for being six minutes late to a meeting. I requested that was about wrongdoing. Something is wrong. Well, you, you've, you figured it out. Something's wrong. <laughs> um... I will say this, when you request a meeting of of an officer, any officer, but higher up, doors, it doesn't matter who requested the meeting, you better be there early, never late. I'm getting the feeling this guy just doesn't get, doesn't get the military. He wants to still act like he's got a civilian job. What's the big deal if you're six minutes late? What's the big deal? Everybody could be dead in six minutes. And it's it's military, proper military etiquette to never be late to your a meeting with your supervisor, especially one you've asked for, especially one pointing, trying to point out that supervisors treat you unfairly, and you you don't show up you don't show up on time. Again, you show up early, or you show police reporters why you couldn't get there. But to tell you the truth, I think they wanted to get rid of him. So more of the meets the eye here, I'm sure. But they have been politicized, the military. So I, I, I can tell you that firsthand. And that was back in early 80s. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, blah, blah, blah. Even before a judge could decide if I if he should be punished, Monago found out that he was out of the Air Force anyway because his commander had demoted him. But, Brian, why does that mean you're out? Because they have so many people in the Air Force they don't need uh, that they don't think they need more. If you're not a sergeant within, within your first four years, you're out. Which is interesting, because it takes three years just to get to two stripes. To get to three stripes, it's a, it takes another look. You you never get it in the first. When I was in, you'd never get it in the first year. You couldn't unless you go up below the below the. 
uh, for, well, below, I forget what it's called now, below whatever. Anyway, you go in front of a, you dress in fancy uniforms, and act super military, and answer a bunch of stupid questions by a bunch of officers, and they decide whether or not you should get, ah, that was a below-the-zone promotion. I never went to one of those things. I had no interest in them. I, I could easily have impressed them. I was at military school for two years, made the Air Force look like a joke. Anyway, the Air Force has a rule that caps the number of years someone can serve as a senior airman. And because Madago is now over that cap, he will be honorably discharged Saturday. Well, at least he got an honorable discharge. I wanted to retire from the Air Force, he said. Now he needs to find a new job. One that is open to those with criminal records. Minago said his career began to unravel in 2016 when he complained to his superiors about problems he perceived with a mission and the way he was treated. Wow, from 2016, uh, you you never complain about how you're treated in the military. You expect to be treated like utter crap by sergeants. That's their job. I got, now we got these new porcelain dolls in there. Oh, I got to have a safe space. Oh, you can't yell at me. He's mean. He can't be mean. I don't understand how they even how the military even works anymore. Because without mean and mind games, there's nothing to the military to keep people in line. So, and, and I guess you get this idiot that somehow thinks he's entitled to a job. He's entitled to retire. He's, a, he's not entitled to anything. But you can tell from, you know, already talking about 2016, already talking about being treated unfairly. I have never, ever, 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 ever in all my years in military schools and military ever complained about any officer or sergeant treating me unfairly. Ever. Never. Even when they did. Yeah, they never. did. And they did. And that's what they're going to see in this article. They did the same thing to this guy. I'm talking even in military school. Monago said his career began to unravel. Oh, I just read that. Blah, 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 blah. He believes that memos he wrote about his concerns so annoyed his superiors that they retaliated against him. I'm sure that's how the military works. Porcelain doll. See, that's the other thing. What's going to happen to our military? Not only got his porcelain dolls to choose from. They can't even get a job on the outside. Oh, but there'll be officers in the military. That's going to be where they end up. I, I guarantee you, a lot of them. Because their degrees are useless anywhere but in the military. Any four-year degree gets you officer in the military. Yes, my superior officer in my avionics uh, corps, whatever you want to call it, in, in our shop, she controlled all of us. And there was another group that only did one one unit in the whole plane. That's all they did. They were sitting around playing cards and checkers. And we're, we're I'm, I'm running around like crazy man out in the tarmac because we had like every system except one on the plane. And that was that one. And and they didn't even have to troubleshoot it. They just bring a new one out, pull the, pull the box, put the other box in its place. If it fix it, we're done. And no, then they take the bad unit. They do not fix it in the shop. They ship it back to a warehouse where they do that stuff. But we have to go to break. Jim Quapin Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back.
The changes in the military fostered by the Clinton administration have provided the opportunity to create an elite new fighting force. The Big K-1. Their mission? Nail Saddam Hussein. Well, who does this nails anyway? You're quiet, soldier. Uh, listen up, uh, man. Uh, we'll be leaving for Baghdad from Fort Dix. Ooh. Let's go. Roberta Flash, I love her. We're here. We're on fire. We're flaming. And going down. Be with us again next time when the crack soldiers close in on Saddam. Oh, no. Stan. It's a good thing I wore my combat song. On the Big K-1. And now, from Hezbollah Toys, just in time for Ramadan, the good and peaceful people at Wacky.com and Hezbollah bring you the Jihad Joe action figure. Pull his string, and he shouts, Allah Akbar, and kill the infidels. Pull it again, and Jihad begins to sweat profusely, and screams, Everyone back up, or I will blow myself up. On the third pull, Jihad Joe shouts, I am serious! On the fourth and final poll, Jihad Joe begins to say something we cannot quite make out before exploding in a dazzling and immensely gratifying display of holy fire and smoke. For added fun, dress Jihad in a burqa before detonation. Get your Jihad Joe today. Supplies are limited, and once they are gone... Thank Allah they are gone. Coming soon, Burqa Barbie. Hello, I'm Frank Bartles, and this here's my partner, James Brown. As the weather starts getting too hot, we hope you will reach for one of these. New Bartles and James Brown wine cooler. It tastes good. They come in three funky flavors. Gravity grape, crime of passion fruit, and my personal favorite, papaya. Papaya's got a brand new bag. It'll get you off faster than a big city lawyer. And a single pack serves six to ten, just like James. <laughs> New Bartles and James Brown wine coolers. The cooler cooler, made in the cooler. Now behind bars everywhere. And, uh, thank you for your support. Our hidden cameras caught Mrs. Helen Grouse of Columbus, Ohio, in the act of shoplifting at an A&P store. We asked other shoppers if they'd be deterred from shoplifting if we punished Mrs. Grouse by killing her. Let's listen. Excuse me, ma'am. Have you ever shoplifted? Well, well, yeah, yes, I have. Oh? Yeah, on occasion I snitched a can of salmon or a jar of artichoke or something. Well, let me ask you this. What? Here is a woman we just caught shoplifting. Oh, boy. Now, if we were to punish her by mm -hmm. killing her mm -hmm. right now, would that convince you not to shoplift? Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of an impulse sort of thing, and I really doubt if you kill her. I mean, I'd have to say I, 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 I'd probably shoplift again. I see. Well, watch this. Now, what have we done? Well, uh, uh, you just shot her in the head. And would you say that she's dead? Well, her whole head is blown off. Yeah, she's she's dead all right, yeah. Now, let me ask yeah. you again. Do you think we've convinced you not to shoplift? Well, I have to say I'd never shoplift again. Why do you say that? Well, you just proved to me that you'd kill someone if they shoplifted. I saw it with my own eyes. You're not just saying that. No, no, no. I'm really convinced. You won't change your mind. Nope. I'll never shoplift again. At A&P, we won't stop trying till we make you say... We are...
President Trump called me and informed me he was firing Director Comey. I told the President, Mr. President, with all due respect, you are making a big mistake. Senator Harry from Nevada says Comey broke the law. One Democratic lawmaker is calling on Comey to resign. The FBI director, okay, you violated these two protocols. That kind of an ambiguity bomb this close to election was a terrible lapse in judgment. I agree with Eric Holder. I think here, um, Director Comey made a great mistake. I call it an October betrayal of long-standing FBI protocol. Sitting FBI director has abused his power. He was acting in concert and coordination with the House Republicans. End of story. I think that uh, Comey acted in an outrageous way. Should he step down? I think he should take a hard look at uh, what he has done, uh, and I think it would not be a bad thing for the American people. Do you believe that uh, Jim Comey should resign, Senator Reid? Of course. The answer is that he resigns by midnight tonight. All I can tell you is the FBI director has no credibility. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 2. So do you remember that, ladies and gentlemen? Everybody wanted Comey fired. Homie Comey. Till they didn't. Now you get why I call him Homie Comey, because he's their homeboy. Everyone wanted him fired, even Killary. She said some really nasty things about him. Yes, And until, all of a sudden until, now he's the, the golden boy. Yeah, until they could use him. That's that's exactly what happened. Again, he got $33 million while he served as an FBI director. How the heck can you do that? How did he make $33 million? Why wouldn't any look into that's Isn't this some kind of security problem? How could you make $33 million as the FBI director? Anyway. Before you go on. We'll have to tell everyone, all the windows and almost all the doors are open in the studio, so you're going to hear all kinds of things. Yeah, don't warn them. <laughs> don't warn them about something that hasn't happened. Stupid French chicken. Yeah, that's, a, that's not our big problem. It's not the rooster. Uh, but you will hear him if he decides to. They seem very content right now. I wonder if, he's, I wonder if she's laying me an egg. Okay, so, uh, blah, 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 blah. The story says this porcelain doll got kicked out of the Air Force because he's a porcelain doll. You have to be a real idiot to get kicked out of the Air Force nowadays. They put up with so much nonsense. Quote, it was not about punctuality. It was about his commander sending a message to Mario and punishing him for complaining, said Monago's attorney, Douglas Cody. Hamilton. Monago's whistleblower complaint was dismissed by the base's inspector general, Cody acknowledged. But I think a fair observer looking from the outside could see the connection. Ah! Oh, his whole life is screwed up. They gave him an honorable discharge, but he's a convicted... He was convicted of a crime, so he's a felon. 
Monongo, we're, um, a retired Marine judge advocate, Cody said, Monongo's experience is an unfortunate reality of the military. If the system or command decides they're against you, with the military being a hyper-regulated organization, it's easy to bring to bear against someone they don't like, he said. Well, good. You know, normally he'd just have to run a lot of laps, maybe, or, or do push-ups and stuff like that. But, well, they can't do that anymore, right? That, that's corporal punishment. You can't do that. You need to do that in the military. Absolutely. In, in this wussified, and the Air Force is the wussiest of all of them at any given time. This wussified military couldn't even put up, he couldn't put up with him. He was so bad, they couldn't put up with him. Now, you know, there's a bunch of other millennials there with him, right? But I'm telling you right now, I can't believe he did this. You just don't do this. It's a sh- you don't piss off your supervisor. Your sergeant will would have made you run laps all night while you should have been sleeping. And then not let you sleep. Uh, <clears throat> so he's a retired Marine. Um, why am I not plugged in? Uh, right. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I have no idea, Brian. You set this up. Am I plugged in? I bet you I'm not plugged in either. We have so many cords, ladies and gentlemen, all over this place, and everything has to be charged, and everything has to be... (laughs) We're we're in trouble here. This isn't funny. Okay. Let me go see next door. I got to go see if we put... I thought I did. You didn't switch over. Oh, this is about to go out. There goes another show. Yes. It's, It's gone. It's critically low right now. Anyway, uh, so I'll just sit here and yabber about nothing because I just lost my computer because someone forgot to turn on the power. 5%, make it fast. She's paranoid about the rooster. She's so paranoid she's going to kill herself. Oh, she did. She already fell and smashed her face. Take your time. Anywho. Uh, so, maybe you'll get, you'll get it done. I don't know. So, Sean Egan, a spokesman for the Joint Base, said Monago's claims that he was treated vindictively were fully investigated and found to be unsubstantiated. He confirmed that Monago's conviction was for being six minutes late to the meeting. It wasn't for that. It was for being a constant complainer. Oh, they're not feeding me fair. They're treating me nice. They're not being nice to me. They're not being fair to me. Oh, they're treating me unfairly. Any other vets out there feeling pain? Any? Don't worry. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have a phone line soon. The U.S. Air Force, out of mission necessity, expects discipline from our military members and for airmen to conduct themselves in accordance to Air Force standards and core values. Really? Nobody did that when I was in the Air Force. Uh, I tell you, it was harder than boot camp. Military school was harder than boot camp. The U.S. Air Force, out of mission necessity, 
requires them to... How can you expect discipline when you're not allowed to discipline them? You're, he should have been he should have been rode hard and put away wet a long time ago. The U.S. Air Force is uh, <laughs> has standards and core values. They do. Uh, it's written down somewhere. I haven't seen anybody in the Air Force actually, well, a minority of them in the Air Force ever followed any core values uh, or standards. And it's gotten worse since then. A lot worse. Accordingly, it is a commander's responsibility to hold the members of the unit accountable for misconduct. Cody said that Monago's lateness to the meeting due to his inability to abandon his post elsewhere on the base is clearly not a serious offense. The idea that you can charge someone with a criminal offense for being six minutes late without any aggravating circumstance is very draconian, Cody said. Add to it that the point of the meeting was to discuss alleged mistreatment, said Cody. And the change seems completely unreasonable. The charge, sorry, the charge. Having a bad eye day. Okay, it's a reflection of leadership that doesn't care about the people it's supposed to take charge of and take care of, he said. In many ways, he doesn't fit the tough guy stereotype of a serviceman and instead sees himself as an intellectual. He talked repeatedly of his duty and the importance of the mission. He wants to do things by the book, Cody said, of his client's personality. He treated people fairly, and he wanted to be treated fairly himself. And if he thought he wasn't, and that the rules weren't being followed, he was not just going to sit there and take it. Cody acknowledged that his client had been written up by his superiors before, but said his problems really began when he switched to the 305th Aerial Port Squadron in February of 2016. He started at the base in 2011 after serving in Japan. The, attor- uh, <clears throat> the attorney said that almost every time Monago wrote a memo about an issue he was having with others, he was subsequently written up for some offense he denied. Once it was for how he operated a forklift. He got a meeting with his commander, Lieutenant Colonel Eric B. Quidley, to discuss his concerns that he was being targeted. But that morning, he was told he couldn't leave his post on the base because things were too busy. He called to reschedule the meeting, but was told he could not. Leaving to go to a a personal meeting I requested would have been dereliction of duty, Monago said. So he stayed to finish the task. Nago said that when he got to the meeting, Quidley told him he was not impressed with him, mocked his memos, and made him read aloud from them. Egan said no comment was available from Quidley for this story. Not long after the meeting, Monago was informed that he was going to be charged for being late to the meeting. He said he declined non-judicial punishment and opted for court-martial, because the former would give his commander the ability to demote him. He already did that. Three more charges were then filed against him, Monago said, but as the Air Force confirmed, he was found not guilty of all but the single charge regarding the meeting. 
Oh, they did this to me too. Oh, it's packed on a bunch of stuff. Oh, I had an honorable discharge, and I wasn't a little crybaby. Which is because my supervisor was a little little crybaby. That's what the problem was. Three more charges were then filed against him. Before the special court martial in March, Monago learned he was demoted, and so would be out of the Air Force. Cody said that to protect the rights of the accused, misconduct should be handled through judicial channels, not through administrative demotion. Here we go again. He's your he's your he's your commanding officer. He can he can give you a raise, to he can give you a raise to another rank, or he can demote you. He can promote or demote. See, he just doesn't really understand the military. See, oh no, it has to be go through the judicial system. Well, how'd that work out for you, buddy? You obviously don't understand the military at all, and it's it, you're better off out of the military. You would never, if never fit in, if as wussy as it is today, you're having problems dealing. Go back to civilian life. Unfortunately, he was convicted of a crime, so he might have a hard time finding a job. But he said it was an acceptable way to deal with misconduct. It is not. Oh. Why don't you remind me? You got wind. We need that. We need that wind guard I bought for the microphone. Okay. The black circle thing with the long arm. Right. It's behind me. You're I can't do it. it I can't do it now. <laughs> but I'm going to do it. I will put it on after the show, so we have it. That's right here. Uh, it's just uh, it's just like a a circle of filter, so when the wind comes in in this from the back door here, we tend to get wind. And when it goes through, it hits the microphone, makes noise. We don't want that. So you put that in the way. Some people use it as a pop filter because they like to eat their microphone like this. <laughs> it is not a putative action. It is administrative action that a commander uses to ensure a service member's grade reflects behavior, he said. Monaco's appeal of his devotion is ongoing. His request for clemency regarding his conviction was not granted. Cody said Monago's superiors testified that he was a dedicated airman, so they should have seen his potential and worked with him. No, me? My my reviews, my my supervisor's reviews of me, were stellar. Yep. Absolutely stellar. Even said he's so impressed with how I could (laughs) troubleshoot these planes. It's like I have a sixth sense or something. And then all of a sudden, bam, I go from all all, all nines to, oh, suddenly no nines. And lots of sevens. And I, yeah. My performance didn't change one bit. But they were working to get rid of me. Even though you wanted to get rid of them. <laughs> I put in for a transfer over and over and over again. And they never gave me a transfer. I was stuck in Little Rock Air Force Base. I wanted... I didn't want to go there. Out of all the places I said I wanted to go, that was not one of them. It was California or, or the whole left coast. It was, uh, I, I wanted to go to Japan. Uh, I wanted to go anywhere but where they put me. <laughs> and and uh, that's where they put me. You know, it's really funny. Uh, someone else graduated tech school with me, and 
Oddly enough, he was at the desk as I was getting my orders. And he heard where I was going. And he wanted to go there. We found we found him off, the officer and we asked if we could swap. And guess what? No, you can't. So he went where he didn't want to go, where I wanted to go, and I went where he wanted to go. And again, it's like they picked everything on the wish list. You get a wish list, right? To fill in. Anything but where I, I put all of Europe, for God's sakes. All of Europe. Uh, no, all of the left coast. No, they sent me there. They sent me to Little Rock, Arkansas. Actually, it was Jacksonville, Arkansas, but it's Little Rock Air Force Base, which we we called lovingly the Rock. 170 sorties a day. I busted my backside all day, every day. Oh, it was, it was busy because it's swing shift, which is my favorite. Well, shift. no, what I was bringing up, I mean, that was important too, but what I was bringing up is all the requests for transfers you did. Uh, I know, but and they I'm didn't su- give them. That's what I said. They didn't give them to me. And that's what I'm surprised he didn't ask for either, or they didn't, don't have He was just article. transferred there. Right, but I mean, you requested a lot of transfers when you saw problems were happening. I did it before. I just I did it before that. I well, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be on that at that base. I didn't want to live in Jacksonville, Arkansas. If I had gone now, I would have loved it there. I want. I didn't want to go camping. I didn't want to do nothing outside. So, if I did, they had beautiful stuff there and hot springs and all kinds of stuff. I never went to any of it. I just I just didn't like it. Now I've grown. I grew into liking outdoors and now. Uh, would have had a good time. In fact, they just asked me to go four-wheeling with them. I four-wheeled all over this country after it. But uh, I wouldn't go with them because they always got stuck in the mud late at night. And, you know, you come in, they like them, so they didn't give them too much grief. But, you know, you come in tired because you're out all night playing in the mud. And you get written up. You're not allowed to do that. You can't, you've got, you've got to get a proper sleep. And it's and it's a pain when you have a family and a newborn baby. I'll tell you that the military it, and this was 1982. Say now it's got to be it's got to be so much worse. That got uh, you got uh, transgenders, homosexuals out and out as in the military. I could never ever ever join that military. I am sorry, I wouldn't. And there's a whole bunch of people like me that wouldn't. That well, that wanted to, but not, not with homos and uh, transgender and Muslims all in the military. Oh, I said Muslim too. No, it's more than a religion; it's also a government. It's also an army. It's also terrorism. Why would you put a uniform on that? Um, so I'm just trying to point out this is more business as usual. Um, but I didn't get kicked out for the request because my commanding officer, the officer that commanded the whole base, had me. Oh, I had a meet. I had to go to a meeting with him. I was there thirty minutes early. <laughs> That's the difference right there. I was not late. Thirty minutes early. And uh, by the way, if you had going for you, you got an appointment with your commanding officer, he outranks your sergeant. You go to the sergeant. I've got a meeting with the commanding officer. I've got to leave. Okay, come right back when you're done. That's how that's how it works. <laughs> Officer commands, and he thought, well, he didn't really command. <laughs> he doesn't understand the military. He thinks he does, obviously. Well, see, and that's why I was not going to 
use this article because this is still ongoing. But I knew you would be explaining it. <laughs> so, oh yeah, because and of your experience. You know, you know what my commanding officer did uh, after I came in. You know, exchange salutes, have a seat, blah blah. blah. Actually, no, not have a seat. You know, it's always at ease. You're not allowed to sit down. They don't have any chairs in front of the desk or anything. It's the military. You don't get to be comfortable. Really? Oh yes. If well, he wanted to be a real, if he wanted to be a real son of a bitch, he could have made me stand at attention that whole time. And uh, if he knew if he knew about the stuff that kids know in military school, he could have me brace, which is when you tense all your muscles really hard standing at attention, and you just sit there and it's exhausting. And that's what they used to do to just, us in military school. You just stand there. No, all your muscles have to be clenched tight. All, yeah, but the whole you're body. not sitting, though. You're standing. I already said no one, no one sits in the military. I covered that already. I never said sitting. I said bracing, which is standing at attention. But instead of just attention, you've got to tighten all your muscles. And yes, they check. <laughs> one of us used to check by punching me in the stomach. Actually, it was not an officer. He was a non-com but um so he he brought me in he said to see here um that you want to transfer to out of little rock air force base and it seems like you don't care where you go as long as it's not here <laughs> that was true you even wanted to go to the arctic didn't you <laughs> or something like I that put, i put it for yes i did i put it for isolated duty in greenland you go there for nine months. You, you don't take your family with you. You leave your family behind. That would have been great at the time. Uh, Not me. I wasn't my, there. My first, my first <laughs> wife. Thankfully, there's only two. Um, I, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> they just wouldn't do it. I'd never. I got approval. Never. I started putting in for the Marine Corps. I put transfer to leave the Air Force and go to the Marine Corps. That's when he pulled me into his office. And he's like, now I see you want to transfer out of the Air Force to the Marine Corps. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Well, let me explain to you something. He picks it up, he rips it in half, crumples it up, tosses it in the garbage. You're going nowhere. So stop putting in requests because they're not going to get past me and you're not going anywhere. You're too valuable. Okay. Then later on, they want the non-coms wanted to get rid of me, and you know, suddenly I was not so necessary or important. But they couldn't let the Marines have me. <laughs> I swear, they even put a code on my thing to be my discharge papers, which means you can't re-list if if you wanted to. Yeah, because you did try years later. Remember, I tried after nine eleven. That's right. You'd figure they'd overlook some stupid administrative code it was a different i was going in the army not the air force um anyway where was i uh, mega's appeal of his demotion is ongoing his request for clemency regarding his conviction is not granted kobe said Manago's supervisors testified that he was a dedicated airman so they should have seen his potential and worked with him i just explained i didn't even need any attention at all i was i in fact i i ref, i didn't even want help usually when you're you're a technician uh you the new people that come on they have to learn well they hook you up with some someone like me that's been in for a while um 
and they help you. They do all the grunt work while you do the other stuff. I don't, I didn't want it because frankly, they slow me down and I, uh, <laughs> I had to do too many red streaks. And those are planes that have to get in the air ASAP. And, uh, usually it was Friday. Well, it was every day, but on Friday nights, usually there, there were some people that didn't want to go flying. They wanted to go out drinking instead. So they, they sabotaged the plane. <laughs> I one time they thought they were going to get me they pulled out a circuit breaker, but I know everything about those planes. I've done, I've wired those planes. Officers will be officers, but I do tell you, I did talk, I did talk nice to those officers. And I was like, well, you know, you can, you can get an officer on me and I can go report this to my supervisor and see what goes from there. In the meantime, I push the, push the circuit breaker in and I go, try it now. (laughs) It works fine. It's unbelievable, but you know what? People are people. Yes, it's just they you are. know. Well, you, but that see, that's the problem. The Air Force was just too non-military, and people behave more like they had a nine-to-five job than they were in the military, especially those officers. They they, they had an entitlement <laughs> attitude, even if and some of them wanted to get back in the air. It was legitimately broke, but still, it was like they keep asking me how long, how long. How long? I'm sitting there underneath the cockpit trying to trying to do something. I'm really big, and it's a small area. And I'm trying to get get it all done. And uh, constantly, so I started going, I went, uh, it'll be about 10 minutes. Then they'd ask me again. they go, 15 minutes. And they asked me again. I went, 30 minutes. <laughs> Suddenly, officer, hey, wait a minute. How, how come every time I ask you, it's taking you longer? Because I have to answer you. Now, uh, who's the who's the captain here? Who's the pilot? Clear the clear the flight deck. I don't I don't see anybody up here. Get out. <laughs> there you go. And they put they didn't stay put up with. They didn't say a word because I was just the best there was. I was literally the best there was out of everybody at base. That's it, me. When they had something no one else could fix. Yep, guess who gets it. <laughs> Then that's not a joy. Uh, strolling up to a plane that's been taken apart, you know, took all, all the floorboards out and everything, because there's a wiring problem. Like I said, there's a bazillion wires. <laughs> so you sit there and check every pin. Every pin. Yeah, but what I don't understand is, first of all, what, where were all these flights going to and coming from? Because it was not war. Oh, it was a training base. Oh. It was a C-130 training base. That's why we had so many sorties. See, then this is another thing. That In a really, regular base, you don't fly 170 sorties a day. This is one thing I didn't like about the military, because you were in the military during a non-war time yep. era. But, so you don't get any benefits, except what we're getting is medication and visits to the VA. But he doesn't get anything else, because there wasn't a declared war for at least, he had to be in, now get this, one day. One day, if you were in during one day of a declared war, then you are entitled we to everything. We don't declare war. Well, you know what I'm saying, at, at war. war. Right. Yes. Then you get all the benefits. All right. But all of the people that have enlisted in the services across the board, all the military services across the board that volunteered when there was not a 
active war going on, quote unquote, they had no idea. Like you didn't know that the next day there was not, you know, nine eleven was going to happen, right? Right. So why are you guys getting penalized for this? Because you didn't go in there saying, "Oh, great, I'm going to go in because there's no war." You went in there fully expecting at any time you could be called to war. Yeah, they turned me down because of that stupid code. Otherwise, I might be dead now. So I, you know, just saying. Anyway, before you go, go on. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to break. Send Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs> To the Red State Cafe. My name's Darla. You ready to order, sweetie? Your omelets are made with organic eggs, right? They come from a chicken's ass. That organic enough for you, sugar? Uh, what's your pork? Is it steroid-free? It is by the time Chef Earl is done with it, honey. Well, how about your chicken fried steak? That's made with free-range chicken, right? Free-range? We can't afford to give it away, darling. Look, I don't see it on the menu, but can you just make me a progressive omelet? <laughs> Sugar, you're in the wrong restaurant. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891 800-430-1891 Sample rates cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Opening a Registered Nurse's Eyes, A Life-Altering Journey Across North America by Susan Francis Bonner is available in ebook form for Kindle owners at Amazon.com for $7.99. It is also available at CircleBPublications.com in EPUB format, which should cover most of you, for $7.99. This true story chronicles the changes Susan witnessed in nursing, the medical field, and in our nation during the years 1998 to 2002. It is written to expose what goes on behind the scenes concerning health care in this country, the common problems our nation faces, 
and what it is like to live across North America as a travel nurse. It is not politically correct or for the faint of heart. She hopes to inspire her fellow Americans to stand up for what is right and persevere no matter what the difficulties they encounter on the great journey that is called life. Again, the novel is Opening a Registered Nurse's Eyes, A Life-Altering Journey Across North America by Susan Francis Bonner, available in ebook format at Amazon.com. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194-800-917-2194-800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891 800-430-1891 Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. 
Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194 That's 800-917-2194 Okay, and welcome back to the Aquapri Radio Show. Hour, half of two. You know, when I said before the break that you didn't get any other benefits um, because you weren't enlisted during wartime, that was just a really clever trick to keep the milk because the military is not supposed to be. But I was a, in. But it, but they don't, they don't count the Panama uh, Grenada. Yeah, you know, Grenada. Yeah. 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 I'm the one who's been talking to all these people. Yeah. Um, no, they don't acknowledge the Grenada invasion as, although we were there for 12 weeks, ladies and gentlemen, just so uh, people do that don't know that. We didn't go in and come out. We actually were there for 12 weeks, which really, that upset me too. But anyway, that was the, the our elected cockroaches keeping a standing army, which is unconstitutional, right. but saving money because if we weren't at war... And you weren't, you were in. Then they won't didn't have to pay you any of the benefits for the rest of your life that you were entitled to, because you are entitled to. Because how did you know when you signed on that dotted line that you would not be at war the next day? You did not. No, I didn't. And everybody that was in at that time or has been in since signs on the dotted line, not knowing if they're going to go to war or not. You know what really stinks? Even if they went to war when I was in, it wouldn't have sent to me. Yeah, but you unless it was TDY, temporary duty, which, which you did as well. People in our unit did does yeah. yes, yeah. they did that. I asked that as well. B- believe me, I was going at this any angle I possibly I, could. I don't, I don't. I know you don't. You don't deserve it. You know, and our men and women, they really, they really don't think that they do, and it's embarrassing for them to go through any of the process and to appeal all this stuff. But I'm sorry, you do you didn't know if you were going to be in war and you did not know if you were going to live or die the next day. And you did it anyway, just as all of our brave men and women do. It breaks my heart because you guys are so, how do you say I don't it? even have, I don't even work in my, my field that I was educated in the military. Well, actually you do. Everything around here requires it in one form or another. Oh, my, my understanding of like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Believe me, everything's breaking down all the time. But the point is that you're so honorable. You, you, All of you veterans out there, you really don't think you deserve even the thanks. I actually had one veteran or one military person that was in uniform because we have a um, recruiting station right next to the supermarket that I go into. And I always, when I see them, I thank them from the service. They don't know what to say. I had one guy say, you're welcome. I'm like, see, that's what you're supposed to say. <laughs> That's what I said when someone did it to me. Like, you're welcome. It's like that's it. See, but I, it's I wore, hard. I wear uniform pants, and so and uh, you just assumed I was. Yeah, because you were in town. Right. Yeah, he wears. He, yeah, you do. That's such a regular garb. <laughs> I like not anymore. I'm making sure I go to when I go to town. I wear jeans. Jeans now, which are Those falling are, apart. 
changes to be work pants. Now they're my dress pants. Yeah. <laughs> because they're too thin for work. I it's mean. true. But you, you got, uh, you're so, I can't think of the word. I know people out there are screaming at me right now. Word for what? For what, how are servicemen and women humble? That's it. They're, they're so humble. You do, huh. That's why I'm glad that. I don't think we're humble. I think we have humility. Yes. And you don't think you deserve anything. Oh. <laughs> well, just what they promised. But you know who thinks they didn't that, promise me much. You know who does? I still I can still get a VA loan to buy a house. <laughs> Great. How are we going to pay it back? I don't have any money. <laughs> That's right. Oh, but you know who? But you know what? I'll probably give. No, I forgot. They only give it to like illegal aliens and yeah, and minorities, R- and refugees, refugees. Yep. Yeah, they give all all kinds of benefits that they say they don't get. Oh, yeah, they get. You know. Immigrants get business loans and yes, they come over I here do. to buy absolutely to buy um, franchises. I do. If you ever go in the deep south, east, and uh, stay at any hotels, you're going to notice something funny. As Pakistanis running the place and own the place, not someone from town. Not no, no, they're working. for No them. white heterosexuals from town. Yeah, they they are working right? for them. That, that's how I found out about all this, the workers. Yeah, it, they work for them because they got, they couldn't get a loan. How can an immigrant get a loan? Immigrants aren't supposed to get anything when it comes over here. You start, you start from the bottom and work your way up. You don't get anything. Now they give them everything, including citizenship. In, was it three or five, five years? Five years for refugees. Well, any ref, refugees, including the refugees. Uh, they're not all refugees. I am not talking about the Muslims. I'm talking about people. <laughs> All the Muslims are potential if pieces not. of crap. And so, to like I was trying to say about, not only do we not get the loan, but I've been Indians owning a again from India owning a franchise, a hotel, and it was clean. Uh, they were very, very pleasant. Uh, it was it was a fantastic experience, but then you get Pakistanis who look very much like Indians, but they're not. And the place is filthy. They have a bad attitude, and I make it a point not to stay there. In fact, we used to stop at hotels. I'd said, "Susan, run it in." Yeah, he would so run it to see if it's Pakistani. If it is, just say, "Oh, no, sorry, bye." Come back. Uh, and they were oh, Pakistani, Pakistani, Pakistani. Oh, being finally not a Pakistani. I don't pay people that like spit on me. It's just not going to happen. I'll sleep in the truck. All right, <clears throat> from the New York Daily News. Oh, that's that's taking us home, huh? Back to where it all began. President Trump on Friday signed into law Friday legislation designed to increase accountability at the Department of Veteran Affairs. Taking a small step at making good on a campaign promise to improve services and health care vets for vets. The VA Accountability and Whistleblower Protection Act, which makes it easier for the agency to terminate employees for misconduct, is a tool to see that our veterans are treated with the respect they so richly earn. Trump said in a brief speech from the East Room of the White House before signing the bill. Okay. This is my point. Oh, no, you have a point. I do. 
even though he enacted this and even though it's going he to He signed be it into law. Law, okay. And even Congress passed it. Right. It's not an executive order, people. It's not, they actually did legislation. <laughs> yes. And really it it's it's a little ambiguous about he's the commander in chief, but the legislative branch makes up all the laws and, and training and uniforms and paying for it. That's Congress's job. But he's the commander in chief, so he can make any changes whatever he wants, right? He's the highest ranking person in the military. He's civilian, but he's a five star general. And if they have five star generals, now that he's a six star general. I don't know. They keep creating ranks, I remember, so I don't know. Okay, but the other thing with this is even though he this is enacted as a law, that doesn't mean that people in the military are going to come forward and report the bad apples. That's another problem. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, yeah, I do know what you're saying, but it's a whistleblower protection act. So you'd be a whistleblower. Yeah, I understand that, but we're supposedly already have some kind of a, a whistleblower act for somebody, and we've had this whistleblowers is specifically for the VA. Right. Not the, the other one is for the employees of the federal government. Right, and which they, isn't even federal anymore. And they haven't been protected. We have had two whistleblowers on our show, and they were not protected. Well, in the end, they won. I know, in the end. But they had them and their family had to go through all the stuff, and they uh, were supposed to be protected from the beginning. Uh, when you read the bill, you'll understand that's very loosely written, which means they can decide to do whatever they want, basically. Okay, but I hope that this is not. Trust me, it's not. Um, anyway, it's once it's a small step in the right direction, <clears throat> but... There's one. There's one thing you just can't fix at the VA. How many doctors you have? They have to want to work there, and in my experience, they don't like working for the VA because I've been through three doctors at the clinic. It's like they roll over every year. Well, and the other thing with that is, I heard someone. We're really short on doctors. The selected cockroach be so proud about this bill because he he said the same. He said we were. How did he do this? And I think it was the head of the, the new head of the VA. He said, "He this is good because they can get rid of the people that don't hold the VA's values." And I'm saying to myself, "What values do the VA have? Yeah, have like, they ever had any I'd like values?" To know Thank you. Thank you. So, so now he says we can put in people that will work with our vets that have the VA values. He kept saying the VA values. I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about?" I have the book. I have the benefit book. They do have a mission statement. They do have the VA values. No one follows it because they put. Oh, the I know you're talking about the little uh, little rule book. Yeah. Yeah. So are they going to change employee the employee handbook? Are they going to change the VA values? Are they going to it ever? Because they've never adhered to it. Because no, it, that's the, all they're doing right now. That's all they did. <laughs> that's all they did. Way down the road. <laughs> no. I'm just so anxious because of all the, you know, the people that I know that are in he the military. He wants to make ex- every veteran able to go to any doctor they want. So that'll be coming up. That'll be great because I'd love to go to a different doctor. I don't like my doctor. And to tell you the truth, I don't like having female doctors. Sorry. I'm not comfortable talking with them about my medical problems. So I don't. And it doesn't work, does it? <laughs> I can't. If I can't converse with my doctor, what, what's really the point? 
Anyway, Trump said that one of my great joys during his presidential campaign was all of the time spent meeting with our nation's veterans. They represent the very best of us, he said. The law signed Friday was prompted by a 2014 scandal at the Phoenix VA Medical Center where some veterans died while waiting for health care. This is what socialist medicine yep. looks like, ladies it's, and gentlemen. Exactly. You still want single Perrier? This, this is it. And, it. and it's held up by our tax dollars. And it's still like this. Actually, everything that you can point to that's horrible and bad in the military is everything that's horrible and bad about socialism anyway. Right. It's a social engineering in the military. The progs love to social engineer in the military. I just do. The VA Medical Center, where some veterans died while waiting for health care. While Trump had campaigned on promises to make services and health care to veterans a top priority, Vowing to clean up the VA, the government's second largest department, his run was marred by repeated digs at U.S. veterans and the families of fallen U.S. veterans. What? Oh, I know what they're talking about. That guy, that guy is a prog. He's a, he's not he's anti-American. I don't care what his kid did. His father was a piece of crap. He doesn't get he doesn't get all the benefits of his son in july 2015 he ripped senator john mccain republican arizona he so do i constantly if i if he says anything out loud oh my goodness he was i hate him he is a prop sorry i'm sorry ladies and gentlemen we and i know we're gonna lose a lot of people listening to us we always lose millennials and christians and now veterans okay no i'm not losing veterans on this you gotta be kidding me i don't care what his service was Thank you for your service. However, uh, his service to the country sucks. He doesn't serve the country. He serves himself and the elites and the globalists. That's what he does. He's a piece of crap, Senator John McCain. And the only reason he still has, he's still getting voted in again it's because they're not going to vote a Democrat in. And nobody's someone has to primary against them for, for this to get straightened out and win. That's the only way people are going to be comfortable because nobody wants, if you don't want the D, you're not going to do, if you don't want the R, you're not going to vote R. It's just what it is. Some For some people, not obviously my regular listeners, are educated, and uh, it's a whole different story. I don't find, I didn't think it was marred at all. I, I said it before he said it, as a matter of fact, and I think he may have got it for me. Because uh, I said, oh, look, his, he's a hero for what? He crashed a plane on the deck, caught a fire while t- trying to take off. Uh, then when he finally got in the air, he gets shot down, and then he gets captured, and then he doesn't escape. Those are all failures. You gonna give him? You give him a medal for that? Oh, but all the time he was being tortured. What does that have to do with anything? That doesn't make him a hero. He certainly wasn't a hero to the people that were there with him. In fact, one guy came out and said. McCain's a liar. He he, he broke. He, he broke. And he didn't choose to stay. Like the story says, he said that was a lie too. So, we know John McCain's a liar from day one. We know John Kerry's a liar from day one. Even though they were in the military. They didn't want to be in the military. It was stepping stones, stepping stones to them. Alright, uh, <clears throat> so... 
McCain, who spent years locked up and never tried to escape. And being tortured as a prisoner of war during the Vietnam War as not a war hero. What? Where is his heroic act? What did he do that was heroic? He wasn't the only one in that camp. He wasn't the only one being tortured. Let him rip. Uh, you know, the public's sick of this nonsense. These, oh, oh, he's a war hero. You can't, you can't say that about him. Yes, again, he's not a war hero. And I said that he's not. He doesn't. Not in my book. You don't give people medals for failure. That's where it goes. All he was was a POW, not a war hero. <laughs> See, he says it too. Quote. He was a war hero because he was captured. I like people who weren't captured. That's right. A year later, he repeatedly disparaged the Gold Star parents of Humayun Khan, a Muslim U.S. Army captain who was slain in 2004 by suicide bombers in Iraq. Thank goodness, because Lord knows if this guy was going to end up turning and fragging people. Hey, it was a captain in Fort Hood, right? Just saying, he is a Muslim. Outwardly telling you he's a Muslim. He should not have even been in the military. But he got a medal for blah, blah, I know, I know. I don't care. Uh, That doesn't say that somewhere down the line, he's going to do terrorism. Muslims are not, these aren't radical Muslims, orthodox Muslims. You you should call them orthodox. You get along a lot better. But no, they're following their religion. To the letter. The other ones, maybe they're doing it too. If they're in silent jihad, there's three stages of silent jihad, and that's where they are here right now. They don't have the numbers to take us over, so they're not going to try. But locally, they're going to wreak havoc. They already have. These refugees are unbelievable pieces of nothing. They can't read or write their own language. It's just... terrible all they know is the quran uh and most of them can't read it so they whatever the imams tell them uh, there you go we, we don't we don't want scholars reading it or anything all right so now that people think i'm horrible for that um i'm not at all i, I i'm never overly impressed with other people's <laughs> uh service i appreciate their service but I'm just not, like, all gushy about it. I mean, they're doing a job. Just like I was. And it's a lot easier than when I went to military school. That was much, 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 much harder. And, oh, yes, they had Hell Week. A couple weeks of Hell, which is, like, everything they can do to make you do, to make your life difficult, they do. And uh, after that, though, it eases up, and then it's just regular military, but not our military, because they do not follow the same discipline in military that I did, both in an Army military school and a Navy military school. Say, so, hey, I've actually served in three branches of the Army. Of military. The military, right? I was Army, Navy, and then I went in as Air Force. The only thing I'm missing is Coast Guard. I got to go to a break. Sound Quiet Proof Radio Show. You stay tuned. Cause we'll be right back. Sound Quiet Proof Radio. 
Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E1 through E6 and all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net. I am officially running for President of the United States. Could he actually win? No freaking way! Which Republican <laughs> candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Donald Trump. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Trump will not be President. Trump will never be elected President of the United States. You're not going to be President. A All man right? who will never be President of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be President of the United States. Take it to the bank. He will never be president. Donald Trump is not going to become president of the United States. She's at plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference? Of course! They made all the 
difference. This race is over. Hillary Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump vastly outspending him. The presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, your analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance. You still think she has a 100% chance of winning the election? Mm. I do. And what would Donald Trump have to do to turn things around? Prayer and hope for a festivist miracle. <laughs> this is CNN's coverage of election night in America. The fight for the presidency. Because we don't care. Oh, okay, have Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky. Don't no, care about in Indiana. Don't care. Indiana with it's West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming with its vote North Dakota and South Dakota, Texas. Uh, up and down the middle of the country, all red. Arkansas, Louisiana, the state of Montana, Missouri. It was at 80% an hour ago for Clinton. What is it now? 68%. Okay, uh, God damn it, I'm nervous. Ohio. I'm Sheriff David Clark, and I want to talk to you about something personal, your safety. It's no longer a spectator sport. I need you in the game. But are you ready? With officers laid off and furloughed, simply calling 911 and waiting is no longer your best option. You can beg for mercy from a violent criminal, hide under the bed, or you can fight back. But are you prepared? Consider taking a certified safety course in handling a firearm so you can defend yourself until we get there. You have a duty to protect yourself and your family. We're partners now. Can I count on you? This safety message brought to you by the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office. Back to the Aquabrative Radio Show, Hour 3. See? That's your second cup of coffee, you're better. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you should give me more coffee more often. <laughs> I gave you co- that coffee right after you finished your first one. I know. Okay. I'm talking about every day, <laughs> not show day. Anyway, we're going on to segment two in Hour 3. You see how that works? I don't either. Should be segment three, right? Space, the final frontier, and what's up at the UN? So, starting with Space, the final frontier, from WorldNet Daily. The National Space and Aeronautics Administration, NSAA, has done some amazing things for the United States over the years. The initial short flights into space, then the longer orbiting missions, the moon visits, the space station, and even unmanned trips to every sidewalk in the solar system. But, now, how how does that become a new paragraph? Sidewalk in the solar system, new paragraph, but now, that's the same thought and topic, it's not, (laughs) these people get paid? This is, and I have to tell you the truth, I have to look it up, but... This I'm is pretty, like someone who doesn't know how, no, anything no, no, about it. No, they just, they do like I used to do when I was younger, just make a paragraph look good. Don't you remember <laughs> that the new AP uh, rules came out a couple years ago? We actually... Oh, that re- comes out every year. No, they actually do, they do it every four or five years, I think. I'll have to look it up because we have it. Yeah. We have the new rule book. From that, Associated, is, Associated Press, uh, I forget what it's called, but... Every, that's the one that industry follows. Right. And actually, we have it right here. 
She's I'll, not quite right up. there. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. Cuz I buried it because we went through it and then I said, you know, I'm I'm not even going to care about this stupid thing. There it is. Because they changed so oh, much. Oh, I, I, I read it just to laugh at it. They changed so much. It doesn't matter. They don't follow it. The AP style guide, that's what it is. It's right there. Style book. Right. Style book, sorry. It's about mm, two inches thick of stuff to, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, this is, isn't in there. They don't teach English in the style book. You're supposed to go to school for that. <laughs> This drives him insane because he reads articles all the time. Not just on air. He's always reading articles. On Twitter, people send him stuff, and he just sits there and yells at the... <laughs> I, can't even get, I can't even get through my inbox with all the different stories coming into it. Uh, Going to have to start unsubbing for some because I'm just ending up deleting them anyway because I, I can't get to them. Right. So, <clears throat> this idiot says, but... Now, it has some new goals. Find aliens and prove evolution. You can't do either. You can't can't prove evolution. You can find aliens. We have talked about this so many times. Why do we think that we're going to find somebody that is as benevolent as an earthling? I I don't know. Ever since I was young, I've always had a different... Why do I hear music? It's your alarm, dear. Oh, please don't get us kicked off again. I don't know what to do. i just do the show. Okay. (laughs) We'll find out. Yeah, they're not talking about legal aliens or legal aliens, as in the people on Earth. They're talking about space aliens. They want to find space aliens. Right. And again. Why? I hope we find them and they don't find us. (laughs) Because if they find us, then they have better technology than we do. Uh, I, don't, I don't like that. Look, there is and not... And they might shoot you right out of the sky because we don't have any weapons on our spaceships. There is not one, not one, sci-fi... I know, it never turns out well. Ever. And we're talking going back to the early days of the but Twilight wait, but Zone. But wait a minute, now, that you, right now, a couple of years ago, the UN created a new office for an ambassador to space aliens. Yes, we reported on that. She is the ambassador to space aliens. That's, and, we're, and they're paying her. There are no space aliens, but there might be one one day. Brian. Well, then start there. <laughs> I mean, going as far a whole, back. A whole office, you know how much that costs? You know, they just to yeah, do nothing. To do nothing and staff it. Yeah, that's to what I'm staff saying. it, yeah. <laughs> and and well, prove evolution, you can't. It can't be done. Pay for the computers. And, and they <laughs> mean human evolution, not... Space not, aliens. A, not animals. <laughs> animals evolved, we know that. Uh, dinosaurs evolved, some of them, we know that. Uh, so evolution is true. But they're talking about the fact that we come from apes, which they can't prove because we don't. Now, I'm not sure about black people in Africa. They did a DNA test on them. And, uh, well, they do detailed stuff now. <clears throat> and uh, they said, we're not from the same gene pool. You heard me right. Black people are not in the same gene pool. That's science. Now, it was already said, anthropologists said it a long time ago. There are three types of people. There's the Caucasians, still white people. There's the Negro, which is Latin for blacks, the black people. And then there's the native people. And that also falls into Mexican browns and all because they're mixed you know, Indians to with Spain DNA. But the... The black people did not 
start at the same place we did Evolution on Wise. So I don't know where they... They didn't say in the article where they were from. I swore I sold, I sent that article to you. I should have. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Let's find aliens and get blown up. I have been saying this since I was a teenager. <laughs> what, you know, because they put up that thing that's sending music and stuff into outer space to try and find aliens. And I'm like, why do we want to call something here that has more technology than we do? What do you think we would do if we found a whole planet and we had the superior technology? Well, I think we might take it over. <laughs> Even like what when it, that whole scare? This is how far back we people have been telling us no, we don't need to find aliens. Orson Welles he, was that it? He did the whole thing on the on the radio, and everyone was, thought it was real. That was him. Yeah, that was him. That was uh, actually it was a stunt to promote a pr- promote a, a, a movie. Was it no st- a radio station? They didn't have movies, the regular movies back then. It was to promote a radio station. Where, back when? What are you talking I'm about? I'm talking about back in like the 1800s, 1900s, oh, early 1900s. 1900s, uh, I got covered. I don't remember. But anyway, we've everyone's been warning us, us humans, stop it. Don't look for aliens. Yeah, because you might find them. I really don't care for the only living things on in the universe. I we're, really don't. We're not. I don't believe we are. We're not in a heartbeat. I think that I think God uh, played with different ideas because He's God. He can do whatever comes and to mind. Stop spending our money to do this idiotic stuff. At least it's not looking for Muslims. <laughs> well, they're easy to find. There's like a billion of them. Anyway, back to the paragraph that shouldn't have been a new paragraph. It staff members should identify the origins of life. That's according to the new and very religious marching orders the agency has given just weeks ago. The Atlantic explained just what developed. On March the 21st of this year, both parties in Congress and the Trump administration made a change to a federal document that amounted to only a few words, but which may well change the course of human history. Quote, Every few years, Congress and the administration pass a NASA Authorization Act. Yeah, and if you had said it right up top, it would have came out NASA, but you didn't. You put NSAA. Every few years, because every few years they do this, which gives the U.S. Space Agency its marching orders for the next few years. Almost the many pages of the 2017 NASA Authorization Act, Senate Bill 422, The agency's mission encompasses expected items such as continuation of the space station, building of big rockets, indemnification of launch and re-entry service providers for third-party claim, and so on. Okay, first of all... So they're putting him, the NASA's now in charge of the private people that are doing it, like SpaceX. Why'd that happen? Again, right, what you're saying... We're giving them money, and then we're giving grants to the public sector to do space exploration as well. Either way, they're giving them our money. It's unconstitutional. Correct. They had no interest in exploring space. They were busy exploring the United States. This North America was was enough, <laughs> and they didn't have spaceships. That's how you know we can't do The government can't do it. Because they have to tell them they can do it. No, it doesn't just automatically change over time. 
and and to my conservative friends there that don't think it's a big deal that it says that, that the government shall coin money and we're printing it. Um, that is not the same thing. Life does not change over time. Life does, but not, not the document. It's the same. And yes, they thought, well, in the future there'll be all kinds of things that we couldn't think of that would be invented and such. And so they said, oh, okay, then we'll just sit back and watch. Don't help. Let them do it themselves or amend the Constitution because that's what they said. Look, we know we can't think of everything that's going to be in the future. It'd be impossible. We can't tell the future. So they put in Article 5, which has two ways to amend the Constitution. That is the only way to do it. That's it. You can't pass legislation that isn't directly enumerated in that document. And there are no implied powers. And if you want to learn more about our founding documents and founding fathers, the Constitution, go to PatriotsPub.us, PatriotsPub.us, U.S. History, the Founding Fathers, the Constitution, just the facts. No politics allowed. It's apolitical, purposely. We're giving you the facts, and we discuss amongst ourselves those those facts, and then you can make up your own minds. Uh, please start from episode one, or you'll miss the point of the project, which was to put everything in context. So you understand more than memorize. This has fallen apart. I gotta fix that. I have to go through your spiel with you, Brian, and fix whatever you want to be fixed together. We have to do it together. Okay. Well, you started it with the Patriots Pub. I figured you might as well do the whole thing. Okay, which because it's history I'm talking about, <clears throat> and there's also Women of the Revolution. Uh, that's coming at it a whole different way. Uh, from women, women's perspective on women. Uh, and you can find that on TalkShoe and also at uncooperativeradio.com where you can download and listen to all the shows from the Uncooperative Radio Show to... Women of the Revolution. Right. To Patriots Pub. Correct. All at the same place. One-stop shopping, free of charge. No flyaway money necessary. Right. <laughs> all right. So is it, now you know where you can download all the stuff. We can also be heard on iHeartRadio, iTunes, TalkShoe, Podbean, Blueberry, Ever Never Do, iTunes. Where I mean, uh, LinkedIn. We're all over the place. I think Dig and just think of a place where just do a search on a cooperative radio show. You'll find it somewhere. But the only live ones you're going to hear is that right now at uncooperativeradio.com. Saturday and Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. We also have a Facebook page that Facebook has been, has been imprisoned for I can't tell you how many months. It's even the second show page because they did it to the first one. And so I started a second one. And it did, they hit that one like a day after I put it up. So there's no news feed for me. But there's people over there. Please go over there. Interact with them if you're a Facebook person. Uh, maybe if we get enough people actually on that page, they'll let it go. Well, I can only write so many things to support, which has never answered anything. Okay, uh, we have a Twitter account for the show as well. Just do a, if you're a Twitter person, do a sh- uh, search for Uncooperative Radio and you'll find it. Go there. Uh, also, if you want my personal pages, Facebook is at Brian Bonner 90. 
Twitter is at Brian Bonner. Just spell the name right. What? I know you think it's easy to spell, but everybody misspells my name. They always put brain, which I like. But <laughs> All right. Uh, we're also rebroadcasted on redstatetalkradio.com on Saturday and Sunday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Time uh, for now. We're supposed to go live like a month ago. But <laughs> everything's crazy over there. So, uh, yeah, we're not going to live over Red State uh, this weekend, and probably I probably guess not next weekend either. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. But for now, we're here at 3 p.m. Mountain Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time at uncooperativeradio.com. I mean at redstotalkradio.com. Uh, there's two two studios at Red State Talk Radio. There's the Encore one, which I am in, currently in. And then there's Prime, of where I'm supposed to move the live show to. I'm not holding my breath. And uh, just think, they got two channels over there running Conservative Talk Radio 24-7. And if you don't have the data, we have, they have listener lines over there. You can just call and listen. You can't talk, but you can listen. Then they have the other line where you can talk, call and talk to the host. That's fairly new. So... Check it, check it out. Check out redstatetalkradio.com. Uh, we also tune in through them, through redstatetalkradio.com. Tune in, talk stream live, the Roku. Don't forget the Amazon Echo with Alexa has redstatetalkradio.com pre-programmed. So all you have to do is say, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. And she will. Oh, and by the way, it's an Amazon thing, and it's uh, it's tw- like twenty nine or thirty nine dollars. I can't remember. It's actually cheap. Someone needs to go turn my alarms off. And let's see, where else are we? Oh, while you're over there, check out the Red State Talk Radio newsletter. It's up at the top there. It's free. It's good. I think you'll like it. You should just subscribe to that. And if you don't like it, and that's possible, then just unsubscribe we don't pay attention all right uh, what else do i have to say oh there's some paid commercials you hear out we don't get paid to play them we only get paid if you call the number in the ad so if you're at all interested in the product please write down the number from the ad you're supposed to have pen and paper all the time with this show take notes what you want to look up try and prove me wrong <laughs> uh Anyway, so we get paid for that, and I don't want you to call just for nothing. But if you're at all interested, please call, and you don't you don't have to buy anything. Once you make the phone call and start talking to somebody, we got paid. That's how it works. Simple as that. So if you're at all interested, please the number in the advertisement, or we will not get paid. If you find it on your own, we will not get paid. Neither will the ad agency. So again, please write down the numbers in the ad and call them because we need the money. We do. <laughs> Where was I in this paragraph here? Oh, I'm still the first. I read the first. Uh, you talking about the what they're in charge of? Yes, the no, third party claim and so on. And then we started talking about the private tiers. Right. 
And again, here's another paragraph starting with but. <laughs> but in this year's bill, Congress added a momentous phrase to the agency's mission. The search for the origins of life, evolution, distribution, and future in the universe. It's a, you know, they, they were put in charge of telling us all the wonderful things Muslims have done for the world over over the centuries. Did you ever hear their findings on that? Because they can't find any. Because they don't build civilization. They destroy civilization, knowledge, art, everything. Everywhere they go, that's what they do. It's a short phrase, but a visionary one, setting the stage for a far-reaching effort that could have a profound impact on the 21st century as the Apollo program had on the 20th. At the NASA Watch blog, what's a bog? It says bog. I have no idea, dear. I just copied and pasted. I do. It means blog. Ah. Typo. Again, no periphery. Keith Gowing noted the law itself states, the administrator shall enter into an agreement with the National Academies to develop a science strategy for astrobiology that would online key scientific questions, identify the most promising research in the field, and indicate the extent to which the mission priorities in existing decadal surveys... What? <laughs> it I says execu- existing decadal surveys... <laughs> I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> I can't. I can't unravel that one. I, I've, I've, I don't know. I don't know what it is. So anyway, that kind of survey addresses the search for life's origin, evolution, distribution, and future in the universe. You repeated yourself. Um. Anybody think this is at all constitutional? Well, I, I could I know there's someone out there that goes already. Well, it starts off just like that. No, there's there's no well in the Constitution. It's just a piece of paper. And, it's not even deep, and it's <laughs> it's a couple pages long. Right. It's uh, and it's it's really simple. If it isn't in there, they can't do it. So show me space exploration in the Constitution. Go for it, because if not, they're not allowed to spend our money on that, and they're not supposed to give our money to any private entity whatsoever. Except if they're buying merchandise. No, Trump's not going to get impeached over the emolument clause or the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Neither apply to this. They don't know. They know full well that they're hoping to find textualist prog judges that'll live and breathe the document. So, oh, but, but, but there's a twenty-page opinion as to why NASA is constitutional. But it's not. Now, you were talking about the emolument. I, I started with that. It's not constitution. And I said, Trump won't get... He won't get impeached over either one of those. Emolument clause? Okay, here's how it works. Um, never did they ask our founding fathers to divest themselves of property abroad. Nor if they had a business, I don't know, like Samuel Adams, where he, uh, has, uh, who was also a pirate, but he was also... Uh, he had merchant ships so he what was he supposed to give everything up his whole business so that 
because he can't he can't interact with Europe because the Constitution says you can't have uh, you can't accept money, bribes, gifts, blah blah blah. Um, they're trying to say this is how they're stretching it, and it's not going to work once it hits the Supreme Court because I I I think we got it. I, I know Kennedy's a pain. That's the only problem we have. Oh my goodness! I think he's one of the ones that are saying he's going to resign in like a month. I hope so. He is nothing but a I'm not piece of though. crap. Because what, what was that woman's name that was always screwing things up? Uh, I forget the judge justice's name right now. Oh, 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 oh! Uh, I forgot her name too. I know who you're talking about though, because she was always the one that was a swing voter. Right. And then he took her place. Kennedy was a solid conservative vote every until she left, and then he became a swing voter. Now the same thing's going to happen because we just set up the court where he's going to be the deciding vote because we we don't have an overwhelming majority. We have a majority with Kennedy. If Kennedy goes to the other side, well, that changes everything. And he likes that; it gives him power. Now, he can't be impeached. Supreme Court justices serving good behavior. Swinging back and forth all over the place on the Constitution is not good behavior. And all of the liberal justices that are textualists also, bye-bye, impeach him. Any, Any federal employee or elected official can be impeached. So when Pelosi was outraged that someone would dare say that they could be impeached, we can't be impeached. Only the president could be impeached. No. Obviously, you didn't read very carefully there. Uh, every federal officer can be. Anybody that works in the government, including elected cockroaches, especially elected cockroaches, can be... Removed. Right. Wow. Impeachment. Impeachment. Two kinds. Pick your flavor. I suggest I, I don't suggest a convention of states right now because who are we going to send that knows anything about the Constitution? The only people I know, me, Loki, he's deceased, and maybe Matt Heckman, uh, out of the people I know on on the internet that I know has a working understanding of the Constitution. Troy Laplante. Troy, yeah, Troy. He's he's not as into it scholarly as we were. Yes, he went through the paper trips pub. He's one of the people there, as was Loki. And we, we went through the Constitutional Convention day by day using James Madison's notes and discussing it. And some of it, you know, we had to, like, try and translate it. <laughs> because sometimes you, I didn't understand what the heck he was saying. It was Madison, usually. He used this very flowery language. And the language back then, not the same words we now. So a lot of the times, it's like, yeah, I get to look that up. But you got to break it down. It, it's just a th- it's just a thing. Okay, we have to do this. We're, well, you can say I, <laughs> I discourage you ending sentences in this. I would like to know what this is. <laughs> I just gave you the sign. Well, what did you say? We can go to break now. Yes, we can. Okay, so cooperative radio show. You stay tuned because we'll be right back. <laughs> Obamacare, good for you, good for America. A while back, Martha was always complaining about all her aches and pains. 
But when we got Obamacare, all that changed. As soon as the government rationed her care, she went pretty quick. And now I don't have to listen to What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 
That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Cooperative Radio Show. Hour half of three. So we're still in space, and they're spending all our money. Space, the final frontier. Of unconstitutional behavior. Okay, astrobiology, blah, blah, blah. Identify the most promising research in the field and indicate the extent to which the mission priorities in existing... I read this already. Yep. Decadal surveys. I don't know what that is. Decadal. Address the search for life's origin, evolution, distribution, and future in the universe. All not the government's job, unless we amend the Constitution. And they're not allowed to give grants out for it either. To anybody, for anything. It's just not allowed. Alright, uh, <clears throat> Atlantic speculated on the meaning of the change, noting it will include a new emphasis on the question of whether there are other life forms in the universe. There are, weren't they always trying to do... Isn't that always what they're looking for? I don't get it. In the last decade, we have made enormous advances in the field of exoplanet studies. I think that should be hyphenated, but the spell checker hates it. Yeah, but they actually it actually worked. The other two, they, it didn't catch. Oh, it's because they were real words. Oh, goodness. The cadle it caught. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, telescopes on the ground have become sensitive enough to discern the faintest stellar wobbles as orbiting planets tug gently against the gravitational bonds. With the National Science Foundation Atacama Large Millimeter Array and the Hubble Space Telescope, we have peered into interstellar clouds where new planets are forming and have detected the presence of all the elements necessary for life. Yeah, but there's no life there. I know. It's funny, isn't it? It is funny. Actually, it's not. I'd like to know who's paying for the the space station. Because it's not just one country up there, Brian. I don't know how the space station is funded. If you're curious, you should have looked it up. I should have, because I was just thinking about that now. I'm like, no, there's like more than one country up there. Are these people paying there? Because NATO's not paying their fair share. I know that the modules are shared. They, They have... Each one has a had a specific module to build and connect to the space station. Uh, I don't know that they're paying for anything other than the module, the building of the module. The only thing that I'm I'm happy about is that now SpaceX can bring our astronauts someplace instead of the Russians. Yeah, it's looking like it's looking like it's a go. Yep. It noted that just last February, a nearby star system was confirmed to have seven planets orbiting, three of which lie with the star's Goldilocks zone, making them potentially habitable. Can we send the progs there again? Every time they find a habitable planet, we always say, send the progs. Let them have their own planet. Yep. See how they do. We'll see in like 20, 30 years. Yeah, come back to check on you and see how many of you left after you eat each other. 
There have been multiple reports of planets that possibly could sustain life. What's thought of, what's thought to be needed for life? Would see, they don't even know because the spark of life doesn't. It comes from God. <laughs> All the rest of the crap can be sitting on the planet. Doesn't do anything. It needs activation. Will Robinson. But if you find one that is, like I said, call it Prague One and send them out. <laughs> oh, good point. <laughs> there have been multiple reports of planets that possibly could sustain life. What's thought to be needed for life? Water and energy sources have been located even on Saturn's moon, Enceladus. That's a proper noun, so... I don't, that ha- too. <laughs> I don't have to listen to the because it's a proper name. And just last June, the New York Times said, "Yes, there have been aliens." Oh well, then by all yes, means, I, I know. I know we have a lot of aliens here. They're called <laughs> illegal aliens. <laughs> the New York Times said it. It must be true. Oh, New York Times. We, oh my lord, the senile old lady. Even so, the mystery still remains about life on Earth. So I can, you can't figure that out. I can't figure it out on a separate planet. They don't even know how certain fish glow. I do. God. They don't even know how certain fish are blind and can still swim around. Echolocation, maybe. But that's what you're saying. That you can't they haven't. Hear. See that you can you know what? If you go on to life science, which has turned into such a prog site. Because science, ne- science has been destroyed by the scientists. It never was like that before. I've been going no, on it for ten years. I told you they politicized it. My lord, it's such a prog site. This but- is how this is through science. Uh, I want you to do to do this to do this uh, whatever it is, and we want it to come out this way, and we'll pay you millions of dollars. Okay. So then he spends his time trying to intellectually make a case for something that is not scientific. You ask scientists that are real scientists, and they'll tell you, the whole field's taken over by progs. There's, scientists have destroyed science. And we're not supposed to give money to scientists, but we do. We're not supposed to. No. Read, go read the Constitution. It's pretty clear. That you just protect intellectual property by you know copyright, trademarks, and it doesn't say, say that. It says just to protect the intellectual property. But the way we do that is through copyright, trademarks, and patents. Patents. You never remember that ever. I, I never remember all three. It's yes, never the really same one. Never remember patents ever. But I'm not saying it says that exactly in the constitution that's the tool they use to adhere to the constitution but they don't listen to the anything so what difference does it make that's why that's why hitler says that because that's really what difference does it make (laughs) okay Uh oh i wish to hurt my hand here we go. Uh, places, blah, blah, blah. Even so, the mystery still remains about life on Earth. And the report places its faith in the still unexplained idea that somehow, somewhere, sometime, something 
turned from inanimate matter into living tissue. Good luck with that. This is what it actually says. This is Article 1, Section 8. It says, To promote the progress of science and useful arts by securing for limited times to authors and inventors the exclusive right to their respective writings and discoveries. There you go. Read, read the first part again, because that's the one the progs use. I just closed the book. Well, why'd you do that? I don't know. I didn't know, you, I didn't know this was going to be a test. Okay, so the first one says, to promote the progress of science and useful arts. That's when they stop reading. That's it. That's why they fund arts and sciences. Because of that. There's other words, but they don't want those words. It's the same thing with Article 3, Section 2. They, they read the first sentence and they're done. It says, in all things, blah, 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 so the Supreme Court is acting just the way it's supposed to. Uh-uh. No, it's not. Oh, it says, in all matters of law and equity. Correct. And when you continue reading, you'll find out the limitations to that. But they don't like to... They don't like to actually understand the Constitution anyway. But they'll beat you over the head with that stupid sentence or half a sentence. They do it all the time with every... I got a lawyer to, online telling me, oh, it says right in the, first, in the first sentence. I'm like, yes, but there's a whole bunch of other pesky words to read. And you have to understand notwithstanding. Hey, I didn't know we had a gun. Every, oh, oh what, I, I got to do this one too. Ready? Remember when I stopped and said, uh, in a matter into living tissue, end of sentence. New paragraph, get this, on its own. They finished the sentence and put it in its own paragraph. It's separated by itself. Unbelievable. This is what our education system gets. This. Can't even... You have someone who's paid writer who does not know how to write. That just pisses me off. Every worm on a deep sea vent or cactus eking out an existence in the high Andes. It's misspelled. Every human who hunted on the plains or stood on the moon owes their existence to a single chance meeting of two cells that learn to get along, it continued. Good, prevent that, prove that. There is a possibility, and even statistical probability, that life exists on some planet other than Earth, the report says. Again, none of this is, all this is pure speculation. But, at inverse, Bloggers charged, I can't even spell bloggers, right? Congress sneakily told NASA to, well, find aliens. And the move is being viewed by those in the faith community as the federal government's endorsement of an effort to prove the biblical creation narrative false. Of course, that's what they're doing. But since they lost carbon dating, and look, you notice they're still using it. It's been proven not to be accurate. I mean, not to be accurate by a long shot. They're still using it to justify uh, that the planet is long older than 5,000 years. Well, I don't know how long God took to make the planet. It doesn't say. 
Oh, yeah, it says in seven days, right? Six days, seventh-day rest. Sure, what's a day to God? We didn't exist yet, so what's a day to God? Could be 100,000 years, as far as I know. Nobody can know. But it looks like the uh, the planet is not as old as they stated it was. All the carbon dating isn't worth the paper they printed it on. Anyway, <clears throat> and uh, the work already had begun. Again, its own paragraph. The effort to prove the biblical creation narrative false. The work already had begun. That's a comma, maybe a semicolon, but not a paragraph. I mean, you could make that a separate sentence, but I wouldn't. I mean, why wouldn't you connect it? Brian, that's the title of the next paragraph. Oh, really? In the yeah. last one, on its own? Yeah. That's not, that's not... They had it in italics, and I changed it to... Um, I don't care format. if they have it in italics. It doesn't mean anything. Cleared format. Good. You don't want to format anything. No, I don't, I'm not buying that. That's a title. Do you know because my... Because it, <laughs> it would have to be bigger font and dark and bold. It was bold. It wasn't bigger. Was it bold? It was bold. I, mean, I copy everything without... Then maybe they, they're using, it's still not appropriate. It still can't do that. Because <laughs> that, look, it, that's answering the... That's the last part of the question. Do you know how... Uh, you know how uh, computer illiterate I am. I'm really, 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 really bad. Not only computer illiterate, internet illiterate. Right. And the woman I do, uh, the Women of the Revolution show, my friend... I don't friend, know why she uses... She's not, she's not that... She's using the word. She, uh... She doesn't know how to clear formatting when she sends me stuff, Deb. Most people the, don't. For the uh, for one thing, most people don't look at the little things up at the top of their program that says file, edit, view, insert, format, etc. And that's where you can look for stuff. Or you can right hand. Oh, you right click a lot. Right click, you'd be surprised what happens. Anyway, she sends me all this humongous stuff that I have to redo <laughs> because it's all. Like it's like it's humongous. Yeah, but all you gotta do is select all and then clear know, format. I did. That's what I do. But I, you look at it and it's like, what the and, heck? And you may want to do that before every time you put a show in the template. Just select all, clear formatting because some of it you can't see. That's what you've been finding out. Anyway, they don't know what the heck they're talking about, and they're, but they're already began the work, Brian. The work had already begun. That means it was done under... Caesar. That's right. This sounded like something Caesar would want. But this was legislation, so I don't know why they, they're they doing that. I don't know why they're doing it. Why would the Republicans do this, allow this? Because they're not... They're not it's a one-party system. They're, they're not the opposition party. They're just the dance partners. That's right, circus and bread. They're just up there dancing together. We're going to go a little this way, but not that much that way. We're going to go this way, not that much that way. That's, that's what happens in Congress. They, they go, everything they pass is unconstitutional because it has pork in it, and pork is unconstitutional. Money going to the states from the national government is unconstitutional. There is no flow of money from the national government to private citizens or states. Again, the only time with private citizens would be purchasing, if they're purchasing ships, and planes, and bombs, and obviously the money can go for that. But it cannot go for state aid, disaster aid, for, uh, I don't know, subsidizing uh, flood insurance, because people build where they shouldn't have built, 
and we, the people, must now pay for it, for their stupidity, and let them rebuild on the same spot that just got flooded, without without making them put it on stilts, I call it, <laughs> you know, up off the ground. It's, a, it, it's, it's good you do that, too, because later on, you can close in underground, un, what's uh, underneath the house. And you got a whole bunch of, you got a giant, another giant room. I, my neighbor did that down in Florida. So it was great. It's exactly what he put the house up first. They put the house up first on stilts way up about, I guess, maybe 10 feet, maybe, maybe seven feet. <clears throat> um, and then later on, he can close the bottom and he, that was his workshop and, uh, mechanics room stuff like that i liked it i would i would i was gonna do that but i didn't we decided we couldn't stay there why susan she hates this because of the zoning laws right we were getting zoned out of they changed the zoning uh i was rural and then they changed it to resident residential rural residential but in rural residential you can't have any livestock or anything and i already had livestock but they did, again, planning board, they did that to me. I should have appealed it, frankly. Because I had the uh, the permit you put in the window when you construct something. Yeah, and it, had, it was from the zoning board. And it said on there that I was rural. And they didn't grandfather me. And they wouldn't grandfather me. If I had stayed, I probably would have fought it. But uh, everybody's, she forgot the part of everybody was moving into the county. Subdivisions were going up. Forests were going down, and I was, I am leaving. <laughs> uh, we only had five acres. All right. <clears throat> Back to NASA. The Atlantic reported, NASA has been putting in place all the necessary building blocks to make the search for life possible. NASA's James Webb Space Telescope JWST, due to launch in late 2018, will begin following up on recent discoveries uh, of exoplanets searching for the fingerprints of life, gases that scientists believe can only exist in the presence of living organisms. And NASA and private industry have embarked on ambitious new rockets capable of carrying probes and landers to Europa. One of Jupiter's moons, which is encrusted in ice. I forget which moon of, I think Titan. Yeah, that was the one. I had an old friend in, back in California, and he he wanted to go live on Titan, the, one of the moons of uh, Pluto, uh, Jupiter's moons. And he's launching future telescopes capable of finding and characterizing continents and oceans on Earth-like planets. Soon, they will be able to send human geologists and biologists to Mars. They sound progressive. <laughs> at, at, at least the marching orders are a change from what ex-president Barack Obama Caesar wanted from NASA. Wanted the agency to be a Muslim feel-good outreach. This, this, is not, this is not how you... You don't put titles in the middle of... This isn't like you're making a book with chapters, for God's sakes. If it's part of the sentence, it's part of the sentence. 
if it leads into the next I that's okay. They can't. I guarantee you that's not in the style book. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. I'm going to report them to the associated approach. <laughs> I'm going to report them. For violations. For violations of their style. According to the Telegraph, Charles Bolden, <clears throat> a retired United States Marine Corps major general and former astronaut, said in an interview with Al Jazeera that NASA was not only a space exploration agency, but also an Earth Improvement Agency. Say what? That was a very long time ago because Al Jazeera does not exist anymore, right? In America. It still exists in the Middle East. You're thinking of Al Jazeera America. That's a station over here. I think they got rid of that. I'm not sure. You can look it up. Anyway. Uh, What I said uh, with Al Jazeera. Bolden said... When I came, became the NASA administrator, he, Caesar. Caesar, charged me with three things. One, he wanted me to help re-inspire children to want to get into space and math. He wanted me to expand our international relationships. And third, and perhaps foremost, he wanted me to find a way to reach out to the Muslim world to engage much more with dominantly Muslim nations to help them feel good about their historic Contribution to science, math, and engineering. Was that the end of the the story? Because, first of all, this isn't NASA's job. This isn't exploring space. It's unconstitutional anyway. This is ridiculous. Well, that's what you kept saying. And by the way, why did they... they, Know what they didn't say. They couldn't find anything. NASA couldn't find (laughs) one thing that Muslims have done, uh, Islam has done since its creation. Not one. Not one thing. Not one. I am vindicated by their lack of talking about Muslims at all. You, where, where's that study that Barack Obama gave you eight years ago? Eight years, and it's getting around to it now. Well, the, where's he's got to pa- put a stop with this. Where's all the paperwork? Well, he just did. He's. They're not doing that anymore. They're that's what this whole article's about. Their missions completely changed. They redid it. They got rid of all this. But again, Brian, where's all... Look, all the money had to go into them proving this. Where's the paperwork? Oh, they probably have... They (laughs) They shredded it? All they have was (laughs) references, but you don't have references because they didn't do anything. You can't write something down that doesn't exist, Susan. So where did all the money go? To Comey? Homie Comey? Is that why he made his millions? Who knows? (laughs) No, he didn't make his millions from that. He has nothing to do with NASA. Which isn't supposed to exist. But then we wouldn't have went to the moon. Uh, I, I bet we would have. Yeah. But maybe not as fast. We were still rugged individualists back then. <laughs> Just re- a little bit. Not really. We were somewhat individualist, not rugged at all. That went away a long time ago. So look at this. You want to expand our international relations. That's not NASA's job. Teach kids about science. That's not NASA's job. Unbelievable. And then he doesn't he doesn't own up right at the end. NASA found nothing. nothing. Unfortunately, 
I am going to have to go. It's a cooperative radio show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblog.com. You're listening on cooperativeradio.com and say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.